guys, I am so, so excited <laughs> because finally, finally, Bailey Owen is here in my passenger seat. Yes, yes, don't freak out. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep my cool. I'm trying not to freak out here. Oh, it's kind of hard to keep a level head when it comes to Bailey Owen, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> After much, like, I can't even tell you how long I have been like, Bailey, please, please come on my show. And he's been up for it, obviously. Like, he said yes. But the problem was finding a time to get together to have him on the show. Because as most of you already know, Bailey is my number one requested guest. Like, and we talk about that. And, um, I will say that somebody from season one has been revealed as Bailey Owen, but obviously I'm not just going to give that away to you. You have to listen and find out who it is. Bailey holds such a special place in my heart, and I think he always will, because he was just... And I also confess this to him. He was one of the first guys I ever met who wasn't a bad person. He wasn't somebody who wanted to do harm to me. And as a child who came from a very traumatic household and a very abusive male figure in her life, meeting Bailey Owen at that time was like, oh, so they're not all evil. So they're not all out to get me. They're not all out to hurt me. They can be nice and they can be my friend. And so that is why Bailey Owen is just like such an important person in my life. Please enjoy his episode today because it is a long time coming. Everybody, I'm I'm just giving the people what they want. Everybody wants Bailey Owen on my show, and here he is, finally. Sadly, um, a few days after we recorded this, Bailey went back to college, and some freak accident happened, and his apartment building caught on fire. He lost pretty much all of his valuables, even, like, his wallet. So, um, I'm very thankful that that was it. He just lost valuables rather than losing Bailey Owen. Like, in a world without Bailey Owen, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> that would not be a fun world to live in. Um, there is a GoFundMe set up, and I will link that in the description on Spotify or Apple Podcast or whatever you're listening to on. It will be in the description there, so if you can and if you feel inclined to, please give whatever you can to help him. Obviously, stuff like pictures or sacred things to him can't be replaced, but, I mean, we can buy him a new wallet. <laughs> if you feel inclined to, please give whatever you can. I love Bailey Owen, and I'm sure after you listen to this episode, you will love him as well. And so on Mondays, we're, we're both picking a movie and we talk about it. Mm -hmm. But on Fridays, she's never seen, like, any musicals. And I've never seen any superhero movies. Like, I've seen Iron Man 2 and the second Avengers both movie. Both are a sin. <laughs> <laughs> both, I'm pretty sure, are cardinal sin. <laughs> so we're, like, trading off. So this last week, we did The Sound of Music. Mm -hmm. And we did... Um, 
the first Batman. Okay. From like 1989 with Michael Keaton. Okay. And I was is telling that the is that the one with uh, who are the villains in it? The Joker, Jack Nicholson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was my first like. Well, I've seen the I've seen the Spider Man movies like. Yeah. And then I've seen Iron Man two, and then I saw the Avengers with like. Brennan and Josiah one time, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's all. That's all my knowledge. Okay. So she's educating me, and she knows a lot. Gotcha. And I know a lot about musicals. But where was this going? Oh, The Sound of Music. The, yeah. And I, I was like, I told a story because on my 16th birthday you called me, mm-hmm. and you saying 16 going on 17. Mm-hmm. And Emma, for some reason, just has this affinity towards you. She was like, Oh my God, I love Bailey Owen. Is that? Is that that's the girl? Was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I actually, I, I sang 16 Going on 17 for a performance in college. I don't, it was for, oh, it was for the Fredonia Players, uh, which is our, like, our Shakespeare troupe who used to have, like, a musical section. Oh. Um. Okay. Yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we, it was me and my friend Allie, and we sang 16 Going on 17, but we changed it to where, like, instead of hit the guy being, like, super condescending about it, yeah. which is what I usually see, yeah. uh, it was more like she's taking charge, oh, which okay. was fun, which was, uh, Women empowerment. yeah, you know honestly, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it was, it was funny, um, but I cannot believe that you've only, you've only seen that many superhero movies. Well, I mean, I was like, we're complete opposites in that aspect because she grew up watching that and has not seen like many Disney movies, but I watched all Disney movies and I was singing the sound of music when I came out of the womb pretty much. So like, yeah, I was that way with Phantom. I blame my mother for that one. Okay. So I tried to watch Phantom for the first time. Mm -hmm. I'm a theater kid who had had never seen Phantom. I was like, this is an abomination. I have to watch it. And I don't think I watched the rest of it. Like, I don't know what happens in the end. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. sit through because it's, it's, well, it's long. Um, yeah. And it's kind of hard to understand the first time that you watch it. Um, which version of it were you watching? Please do not tell me the movie. I was watching the movie. No. Uh, with Patrick Wilson and... <laughs> is it? Oh, the movie's so bad. What am I supposed to watch instead? The 25th, uh, the 25th anniversary. Uh, it's a recorded <laughs> version. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's recorded. It's it's also it's on stage, but it was. Is it like it, how they did Hamilton? Like they recorded yes. it on. Okay, cool. Um, I'll do that then. And it's so good. Yeah. Um, it has Ramin Caramelu. Um, mm, like I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so do I. Uh, <laughs> he's got such a nice voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I don't want to get this wrong. Hold on. I think it's Sarah Burgess. <laughs> I could be completely wrong. I don't want to be. Well, I knew I could find a bootleg somewhere, but yeah. I didn't want to, even though I have a Dear Evan Hansen bootleg that I watch all the time, but it's That's fine. fair. I can't stomach watching uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Why? I like the music. I, I don't know why. I think it's because most of the like bootleg recordings are Ben Platt, and I do not like Ben Platt. <gasps> Bailey. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Ben Platt's like my... Like, I know he's gay, but, like, he would be my husband. He would be my gay husband. That's fair. I love him. I don't know. I just... Okay. I'm gonna be judged, so... Oh, it's, uh... See, I was so close. It's not Sarah Burgess. Sierra? It's Sierra Bogus. Oh, what? I was close. I was somewhere in there. I thought it was Burgess, too. Yeah, right? Um... You're about to be so judged right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I have similar feelings towards um, 
<laughs> towards Ben Platt that I do towards Lynn manuel Miranda. I knew you were going to say Lynn manuel <laughs> I knew you were going there. I mean, I love his music. I, I think he's a genius uh, conductor and... Uh, what, in, what is the word that I'm looking for? Writer? Yes. Music? Yes. Composer? Composer, thank you. Go. Yeah. Okay. Um, conductor was not the word I was looking for. It was composer. Uh, but I, I don't... I really hate listening to him sing. Okay, I've heard that from a lot of people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like... Uh, I, I like the soundtrack of Hamilton. I like listening to literally any other song than one that has Lynn in it. Really? Mm-hmm. I was just listening to the Skylar Sisters. Uh, did you I see them in the Macy's like, Parade? Yes, I did. Uh, I was so happy they still did musical performances. Me too. I miss, I miss going and seeing live theater. Me it's like one of my favorite too. things to do. I mean, I can't say that because we did live theater this semester. Did you? Mm-hmm. Have you been performing? I I did not perform this semester because oh. I, I, I wanted to be super careful because yeah. pandemic stuff. Yeah. Um, I know. In COVID. Um, and so I decided not to audition, but I was still mm. working on shows. I was the I was the hair and makeup designer oh, for okay, cool. one of our productions, and then I was the head of publicity for this entire semester. Oh, okay. I mean, I've done I've done publicity done. for like three years now, yeah. so I didn't really have a choice in publicity, <laughs> um, especially because I work in the office, mm-hmm. um, in the theater office. So like that's usually my designated job. Yeah. Um, which is nice, but. Yeah, we did some live theater. We did um, our first production, our first main stage production of the semester was called No Exit, and it was completely on Zoom. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's about a couple characters who are like stuck in hell together. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. But they don't know that they're in hell, um, okay. and that their personal hell is created by being with the other people. Oh, okay. It's kind of like The Good Place. Have you ever seen that show? Mm-hmm, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, except it's a little bit more successful. Oh, like, okay. Like, like the, the, where they're put is more successful as a hell than, oh, than okay. in Good Place. Okay, yeah. Um, and then uh, we did Dog Sees God. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what that is? I've never read it, but I've heard of it. Okay. It's, uh, it's like taking the Charlie Brown characters and putting them into uh, modern day high school. Oh, okay. Um, which, like, uh, Linus is now a pothead. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of adds up. Lucy's in a mental institution. Oh, no. Because she set a girl's hair on... Or she literally set Frida's hair on fire. Um, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Brown is... Okay, Charlie Brown, for the majority of the play, is tottering. Uh, the, the whole play starts because his dog dies. Snoopy dies. Oh, no. Um, because they had to put him down because he killed Woodstock. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was it's a dramatic. Term, it's yeah. a very We should have done that play. after we did Charlie Brown. I agree. The, the, right after. Like, skip one act. Do it in, yes. in, the, do it in the, <laughs> the spring. The spring. The spring. Um, but so so then, like, the whole play deals with, like, how do you deal with death? Blah, 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 mm. blah. Sally and Linus get together, not like dating, but they like get together. Get together. Um, yeah. And I don't know, it's a very interesting play. Um and then we did Rideshare Overshare, which is a comedy about there are these two people, um, Mike and Elaine. This is the one that I hear and make it designed. Uh Mike and Elaine are trying to go on a date and they're trying to get there. Through, through their Uber drivers. Oh, great. 
but every Uber driver that they get is just bad. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and so, like, one of them, uh, one of the cars that Mike gets in, uh, starts giving him a therapy session in the car. Um, and initially, he's like, I'm not for this. But then, you know, he gets into the role of it. And he starts, like, breaking through things in therapy. <laughs> and then she stops the car and pulls over. And he's like, why'd you stop the car? I was getting somewhere. And she's like, well, one, I have to bill you. And then two, I ran out of gas. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. Great, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And so and so the bill ends up being, like, $400. And he's like, $400 for an Uber ride? And she's like, and a therapy session. <laughs> and a therapy session. <laughs> and, uh, and then one of the crazy ones for Elaine is... Uh, she gets in the car with a guy named Kellen, who's, like, really frat bro-y, um, and Kellen pulls over, he's like, I'll be right back, um, and he leaps, and then he comes back running on with a bunch of bunny, or money, jumps in the car and zooms away, um, cause he just stole 500 bucks from, like, one of his friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a great date so far. Yeah. Like, yeah, they haven't even met each yet. other yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um... And then, at the end, they end up getting into the same, like, Uber pool mm -hmm. on accident. Oh, okay. And so, initially, they're like, hey, this is my Uber. And uh, then they figure out that they're they're together. Oh. And it ends up being, like, an automated driver. And so, they're trying to get to a place called the Moon Dance Diner. Um, and <laughs> so, the, the driver's like, okay, rerouting to Moon period. Moon. And they're like, like, wait a they're like, no, 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 no. And it's like, first we will take a detour to the SpaceX rocket and you should be there in 37 hours. Oh and they're like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And, uh, and then it's like, okay, updating route. You'll be there in seven hours. We will take off in five, four, three. And they're like, get out of the car. <laughs> um, it's an interesting little comedy play, yeah. but uh, those are those are the shows that we did this semester. Um, yeah, the first one was on Zoom, so it was mm -hmm. uh, pandemic friendly. Um, and then for the other two, there were a lot of precautions taken. There was always disinfectant. Um, actors wore their masks, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so we tried to keep it as safe as possible. And while we did have a live audience, um, it wasn't full. Like yeah. we we had designated seating in each area, making mm -hmm. sure they were all six feet apart and then um and then forever whoever wanted to see it that night that couldn't zoom or that couldn't be there in person uh we we were broadcasting oh okay um, cool. so we so yeah so we had live uh they were recording it live and broadcasting it to like youtube oh okay that's cool streaming streaming is the word i'm looking for ways to get around pandemics yeah that's annoying though mm -hmm. we're trying Are to you do doing anything this next semester yet? I'm graduating uh, December. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. I graduate in, oh, Lord, how many days? Is that going to be weird? Yeah. What are you going to do after? Are you just going to be like, well, great. Um, well, currently I'm trying to get a job, um, you know, like everybody is. Yeah. Um, and Domino's is hiring. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> uh, right now, my, my resume consists of a lot of theater experience, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I also have three years of being an office assistant and okay. uh, being a, a head publicist for okay. the school of theater. Like I've I've publicized I think over forty five shows there. So you got some experience. Um, yeah, so I got some <laughs> like pretty pretty notable stuff yeah. that I can put down. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see how that goes because right now I wanna I wanna move up north. That's 
I'm where up north? Anywhere. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm yeah. I'm looking mostly at like Boston, Chicago, are okay. like two of my best options. I think one because they're they're not massive, gigantic cities that like I'm just New gonna York get lost City in. Or something? Yeah. Yeah. And while I love New York, I it's I'm I've been put off by it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like even since high school. Um, cause it. It's just a lot of city. It is a lot of city. Um, and I I don't want to put myself in the situation of just being, like, starving artist. Yeah. Um, and so, like, where in Chicago and Boston, there's going to be a lot of competition, yes. Um, I don't think it's going to be to the same volume as New York. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. And plus, I think it's, it's going to be a little bit better for me to get a job in uh, marketing or publicity. Because okay. that's my 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 goal coming out of college is getting either a marketing or a publicity job, um, even sales. Sales is good too. Uh, <clears throat> in theater, um, so like ideally, I'd love to work publicity for a company, yeah. or or even like a physical theater itself. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great. Um, it doesn't help that there's the pandemic going on and like yeah. theater shut down right now. But. Mm-hmm. Especially because there's so many people that are, or there's so many companies that are like, hey, we'll let you work with us for like six months uh, on a, like a trial period for no pay. Great. And I'm like, okay, that's not really um, what I'm cool. Looking for. <laughs> and then my my immediate thought is like, okay, what about like housing? Would you do? Would you pay my housing mm-hmm. or like a housing stipend? That's a no go. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I've had some companies that have thought about it, but working six months as a full-time unpaid intern is not... I, I have to live somehow. Yeah. Um, Are you still going to live there whenever you graduate? In you Nacogdoches? Back here? Yeah. I move out the weekend that I graduate. Okay, and then you come back here? Yes, for a little bit. Mm. Um, I don't know how long to be determined. Um, yeah. If I don't have any success with, like getting jobs directly out of college, which I mean, I don't think anybody has yeah. great success other Unless than... Unless you're, like, super lucky. Yeah, either that or, like, you've interned with a specific company before for yeah. a while. Um, but I might be here for a little bit, and then after I'm here for a little bit and gain a little bit more um, experience, because I'm gonna, I'm still going to try and get, like, like theatrical-based jobs. Yeah. Like, it's going to be hard... If I, if I'm in Roy City, or if I if I get a, like an apartment with mm-hmm. one of my friends, yeah, um, closer to Dallas, uh, then I can, I can work at, a Dallas theater, but, I don't know if I'm if I'm from Roy if I'm still out of Roy City at that point it's just going to be a lot of commuting which is fine yeah if I'm working in theater I'll be happy about it yeah I mm-hmm. tried right before the pandemic I was trying to be an usher mm-hmm. at the Fair Park Theater. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened, and I was like, okay, well, I guess not. Ushers are a really good job, though. You get you, you get, get in see, a lot of shows for free. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, you get do. paid. You get paid to see shows. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do that. Uh, Fair Park is actually one of the ones that I'm looking at for, like, working a publicity job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes, um, considering, you know, shows have to be touring for me to be able to work. Um, yeah. I've also done some, like, freelance work with uh with touring companies like i've worked lighting um lighting for finding neverland when it toured oh that's fun and then i also worked props and hair and makeup for uh an american paris when it toured 
through mm-hmm. over near Nacogdoches because I just went for my college and went and worked yeah. for them. Um, so maybe I can get some like freelance contract work. We'll see. It's all just like up in the air right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to pin anything down, uh, especially right now. Yeah. Uh, ideally, we wouldn't be in a pandemic, but you know that's that's, that's not exactly the. Like, I can't think that way because yeah, we're not... Yeah, not the way it went, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Every time I've moved back here, I'm always like, okay, so I'm going to be here for six months, and then I'm going to go do this, and I'm mm-hmm. going to move back, and then I always end up staying. It's hard It's hard to make a plan yeah, to just leave. Um, yeah. Granted, I do not want to stay in Roy City. Mm-hmm. I love Roy City, but it's so tiny. And you also kind of, like, every time I come back here, I kind of revert back to, like, my high school self. I'm always like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in high school again. I'm wearing all black. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel anxious. I'm like, do I need to go to class? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, right now, am I skipping school? I'm 21, but am I skipping high school? <laughs> yeah, and there's just, like, a lot of, like, memories here that I'm yeah. like, I don't really want to think about that right now. <laughs> it's, like, not. Mm-hmm. I've also thought about uh, putting together, like, workshop like me if i taught a workshop that'd be fun like an acting based workshop yeah and i'd sign up i'd be like i'll be there yeah and and even taking it to like high schools of teachers that i know that are there so like yeah. i have i have friends that graduated sfa um with teaching theater teaching degrees mm-hmm. and work in dallas schools so i might be able to earn a little bit extra money maybe if i if i went and uh, taught some acting workshops. I think that's what Shelby does, or she did do it for a while. She did like video stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think she earned something with that, but she's also like best friends with Vaughn. So mm-hmm. I think that's what she was doing. So I think it would work for you. Yeah, I think I think it'd be fun. Plus, I I have like a decent knowledge of what I'm doing, um, at least in in terms of acting. Like I recently picked up an acting technique that finally works for me you know because there's <laughs> You've been doing it for a while right yeah uh i've done oh lord how long have i done acting this would be if i included high school up to now that'd be seven and a half years well i know for sure you've been doing it in middle school too mm-hmm. so that's eight and nine and a half and then i mean i did do like church plays but i don't really count that right (laughs) um so if we count from like middle school to now it's about nine and a half years that i've been doing theater um and yeah uh i don't know i i hope i hope that i can uh that i can break out of our city yeah um you're like what is it mm -hmm. (laughs) uh but I like I like being here and seeing family, so that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. And there are mm-hmm. some people that I can stand to see. Like if I'm at Walmart and I see somebody like that I went to high school with, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> there's some people I'll go out of my way to see. Like I'll see you. I'll see Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. <laughs> like, I think I think the only people there's only been like two people that I consistently keep up with after high school. Mm. No, three. Yeah, there's about three people that I've consistently kept up with. It's uh, you, Nemo, and Manny. Oh, oh, yeah, I have seen... I used to talk to Nemo a lot, and then she, like, moved to college, so Mm -hmm. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen her since. Yeah, I I went to uh, KCACTF, which is a large acronym that means... (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say. Kennedy Center American College Theater Festival, I think. 
I think something close to that. Yeah, and it's it's like it's like a like mini Texas arts festival. It mm. deals with like it's collegiate based, so there's a lot of shows from different colleges that come in if they're nominated. Oh, okay. Um, they sit cool. KCACTF sends out like people to go watch shows and things like that. And uh, I saw Nemo there. Oh, um, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. You I was, should be a one act person. Like, a, like, see if you can, like, go and judge or be a clinician. To do that? I hope so, because that'd be fun. I don't know. You'd, have, you'd probably have to ask Stone. Because I tried to look it up one time, because I was like, that would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. I think you might have to have a degree to do one of the one of the two. Okay. I mean, I will in a few days. <laughs> um, so that's good. There yeah. you go. Um, maybe. I'll, I'll look into it, because I didn't even think about that. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. I asked Stone if they were doing one act this year, and she said so far, they said, like, cast your shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been real strange. Uh, especially with, um, I like talking to our, I like talking to our, uh, theater teaching professor. Her name's Jen. It's, like, her main thing. She teaches shout theater education. Jen. Yeah, shout out to Jen. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, she's doing really well trying to adapt with like yeah. teaching teaching students how to adapt to online learning for children which mm. is difficult i know so many teachers right now who are like i don't know how mm-hmm. i'm supposed to do this mm-hmm. shaylee is because uh, oh, yeah. shaylee teaches yeah. uh english and she's been she's been having a rough time mm-hmm. she's doing really good with it though um I Shout just, out to teachers. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Uh that's I think when we when we talk about essential workers, we talk about like people in medical deg- medical fields. You mm-hmm. have of course you have delivery drivers. Um and then you have grocery store uh employees. And like those are usually the main three that people think of, but like teaching yeah. is a huge one um that I think a lot of people miss out on. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because, like, we all need teachers. We wouldn't be anywhere without them. So. Yeah, exactly. I would not be in college right now. <sighs> what was your favorite show that you did in college? Oh, no. You're going to make me pick? Uh, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> no. I was going to come and see Oklahoma, and then something happened, and I couldn't go. Uh, I can show you pictures. Um, Who did you play? I was Will Parker. Um, I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Have you listened to the music? I know two songs. I know Oh, What a Beautiful Morning, and I know Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Well, dang, you don't know any of my songs. <laughs> do you watch... Have you seen Encore on Disney Plus? Yes, some I of it. watched the, the Oklahoma episode of that. Okay. So that's about all of my knowledge. So you know the dumb guy that's in love with the really dumb girl? <laughs> They're both really dumb. Yes. That's that's the character that I play. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, so cool. like, he sings Kansas City, mm. um, which has like the little dance section. Mm. And then All or Nothing. Okay. They're good songs. Um, that was definitely one of my favorites that I was in. Um, I think one of the... One of my favorites that I was in was my most recent one. Uh, I played... I was in Pride and Prejudice, but mm. it was like a comedy. <laughs> okay. Um, it was, it was kind of like... So have you ever seen the play that goes wrong? I have not, but I okay. heard that it goes wrong. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a bunch of things that go wrong. And, like, we kind of did it in that style where instead mm-hmm. of watching a show, you're watching a group of actors try and put on this production. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I played two characters. I played um, Miss Bingley and I played mm. Mr. Collins. Okay. Um, Miss Bingley is like a really uppity, I don't want to talk to anybody woman. Okay. Um, or well, and she's in love with Darcy. Um, mm. And then Mr. Collins is a, <laughs> he's a very religious, pious man, but he is disgusting. <laughs> um, and it, he just makes a lot of people uncomfortable, which was really fun to play. Yeah, I bet. Um, but there were times where we were running off stage and it would be complete costume change, mm-hmm. wig change, blah, 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 blah. And that That's was fun. That was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, and all of the, all of the set changes mm-hmm. were all of, all of the actors were like running around in their costumes, moving set pieces across <laughs> Love that. in full light. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God. Uh, just cause it was funny. Yeah. Um, and that's that it was probably one of my favorite shows that I was in um as well. I feel like that's kind of what just another high school play was supposed to be. Mhm. Like just a show that goes completely wrong. Yeah. But it ended up not exactly going that way. <laughs> I think it's I think it's just hard to do comedy like that. Like comedy is really hard. I, it yeah. doesn't get enough credit for how hard it is. Mhm. I never I never did comedy well i mean we didn't really do much comedy in high school we did like christmas bells which i wasn't even in you weren't Uh -uh. uh-uh oh i wasn't supposed to be in it but i was Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and then Uh, we did just another high school play which i was in very briefly you sang the david the david copperfield thing did you do that david copperfield is a magician i know wasn't there a segment where you were supposed to be like david copperfield no i was supposed to be tom jones oh okay yeah interesting (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh uh, yeah, that's every show that I've been in in college has been comedy, every single which one. is the opposite because we did most dramatic things in mm-hmm. high school, and which drama was fun, but like yeah, it was it was wild uh, trying to fit that transition. Yeah, okay. um, because I mean, majority had never done comedy before, other mm-hmm. than like what I had done with DSMA, um, like uh, Do You Want to Dance, which was the like yeah, rewritten yeah, yeah. footloose weird comedy anyway uh like i'd done comedy with them but i hadn't done as much comedy as i'd done drama mm-hmm. and now that's all that's all, everything i've done in college has been comedic and it's so difficult yeah um because you know you have to say you have to speak in a certain way you have to deliver it mm-hmm. yeah you have to make sure that the audience gets the joke that you're saying yeah. and then if they do get the joke, you have to make sure that you wait long enough for them to finish yeah. laughing so you, they can hear you when you start speaking again. I don't know. There's a weird science that goes into... There is, yeah. Um, that goes into comedy. Because dramas can be hard because, like, if you have to get into, like, a difficult emotion or something mm-hmm. and you have to cry or whatever, that's mm-hmm. really hard sometimes. But I feel like it's easier because, like, you can tap into it so... Like, easy. At least mm-hmm. for me, I can tap into it so much easier than I can to, like, be like, oh, ha, 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 like... Yeah. It really just depends on on your acting style. And as long yeah. as you, like, have a good mindset of what you're doing, mm-hmm. it helps a lot. Um, Most people I know say the same thing. They say comedy is much harder. It is. Especially because majority of it is relying on the audience. Yeah. Like, if you... If you when you do a comedy and there are nights where... There are nights where there's roaring laughter, and then there's nights where there's, like... And it, anything can affect that, right? Like, if mm-hmm. it's raining that day or something. Yeah. Like, there it, was traffic. Everyone's whatever. emotion 
you you rely so much on the audience that even if the audience is having like a moderately bad day and are not looking to laugh, <laughs> yeah. it hurts. <laughs> yeah. It hurts when you're on stage because you're waiting and you're like, God, somebody please laugh. <laughs> um, and then like halfway through, you'll finally get a laugh and you're like, ah, thank you. We've got something today. <laughs> yeah. That's why um, theater is the best though, because it's always changing. Yeah. You have to adapt so And much. it's always so strange. <laughs> um, there's so many different things. You know, you know how, um, there's always jokes on, on like Twitter or different like social media platforms that show, oh, here's what t- today we did in our uh, stage movement class yeah. and it's like people running around like animals yeah. so straight up there was a day that we did that yeah. like it's the, the memes aren't far off from the truth no they're not um, that's why they're so funny because you're like oh my god yep it's also like I, I think very analytically specifically mm-hmm. about my acting which makes it hard to adapt to, to specific style directors yeah um, like my first my first acting class was with uh, my first acting professor, Stephanie Murphy. Um, and Stephanie Murphy is very much the opposite way of thinking that I am. And so her her initial thing was like, your, uh, your pelvis represents a lake. And you're <laughs> like, going what? to feel, uh, if the wind starts blowing, you're going to feel that up through your rib cage and into your head. And then let the wind blow in your head and then move back into your chest. And like, that you're makes. sitting there like, what? That makes absolutely no sense in my brain. <laughs> um, and, which was freaking me out for a bit because I, yeah. like I said, I'm very analytical uh, in my in the way that I think and go about my process. Because mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of people that would love to come up to... Um, come up to a character or play a character that they've based on. Like, this is what I think my character eats every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's not something that I think about. Yep. I'd much rather come in with, like, pages of textual analysis. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And... Um, because that makes me more comfortable in that I know what's going on with my character. Mm-hmm. And so I I got a professor named Kristen, um, Kristen Blossom, and she started teaching me a technique that relies a lot on what you know and then removing, not removing yourself, but removing anything that you've conceived about the scene beforehand Okay, yeah. Um, and letting yourself experience it naturally. Um, one of the things that we did is we would memorize text, mm-hmm. um, completely blank, uh, neutral. So, like, oh gosh, I can't even think of a <laughs> monologue. Um, but, like, when you memorize the monologue, you sit there, you look at your scene partner's face, and you just you talk like this until you get your monologue right and then finally you have all your lines together and then you can start acting. Okay. Once you have your lines down, then you can start experiencing the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to help with creating, or it's supposed to help enhance the the illusion of the first time with mm. your scene, making sure that your character is authentic and it doesn't seem like they've done this before. Yeah. Um, How are you with memorizing lines? I'm fine. I, I don't really have many problems with it. What, do you have, like, a process of how you memorize lines? Yes. Uh, I... I... Sometimes I make flashcards. Okay, yeah. Um, 
I've heard that a lot. It's it's all right. I've even studying for classes, flashcards don't help me a ton. But uh, I think most of the time, what I do is I will read. I will go through my script and I will read my prompt lines mm. and then put them in a recording. So I'll record my voice saying my prompt lines, and then and then I'll just sit with that recording and I'll play it after. And then the first line will finish and then I'll pause it and say my next line, and then play it again for my That's smart. next prompt. Yeah, yeah. and it, it gets me used to listening for it um, because a lot of times when I'm reading scripts, mm. I'm not actively like preparing to hear it so much as I am reading it. Okay, yeah. So I think it helps me a lot more on stage if I listen to myself speak it. Um, that, you know, and it keeps my mind on track for yeah. it instead of roaming. Yeah, I think for me, like, what works is if I have direction, like, blocking, after I have that, my lines are good. Like, mm -hmm. it's the fact that I need to put them somewhere. You yeah, know? you put your words to actions. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that helps a lot, too. Yeah. Um, like, I'll have the words, like, I'll know, but I won't know exactly how I'm going to say it mm -hmm. and everything until we're doing the blocking. And mm -hmm. then I'm like, oh, here we go. A lot of times when I'm rehearsing, too, it's hard to feel genuinely 100% like my character. Um, because a lot of times I, like, I, I base a lot of my character on how they they look physically. Um, okay. I like creating little little silhouettes on how they act. Like, one of the main difference between my characters in Pride and Prejudice I wanted to be was their physical stance. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, their voice was different, their facial expressions were different, but I wanted their body to look completely different. Okay. So, uh, Miss Bingley, being a woman of, what, I think early 1900s? I Something don't know. Something like that. Yes. Um... God, my dramaturg is going to beat me. Um, <laughs> Excuse uh, me. But being an, being a woman of that time, mm -hmm. she would have posture. Like, pretty yeah. pretty perfect posture. Uh-huh. So that was a big thing for her. She walked on her tiptoes. Mm. Um, so, like, I had ringlet curls in a wig. <laughs> and so that. each time I walked, they would bounce. Uh -huh. So if I walked on my tiptoes, they would bounce a lot. Yeah. So I was like, ah, that's perfect. Yeah. So she had perfect posture. She held her hands right in front of her chest, folded over, and she, like, bounced when she walked. And then with Mr. Collins, he was very much, um, I know, you know about, like, when you walk, you lead with something. Yeah. So, like, she led with her head. And Mr. Collins led with his pelvis. Um, <laughs> and uh, he was very much... I don't know how to describe was it this. A, was it a lake or an ocean or whatever you I, said? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but when he walked, he, he... I don't know how to describe this other than, like, he walked like a duck. Because uh, okay. he, like, threw his legs out a little bit each <laughs> okay. time he walked. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he held his hands kind of at his waist. Hmm. Um, and then... He was, he was, I always tried my best to make myself have a double chin. Uh, so you're like... Yeah, it was very interesting. And his go-to face was like the weird, like, frown. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, And so I, I really love making my characters Nobody look... can see what you're doing right now. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Um, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but I just, I like making my characters look very physically different. Um. Mm -hmm. And so, usually when 
when I get into hair, makeup, and costumes, that's mm-hmm. really when everything like sets into place. Yeah, which is always fun. It's like my my favorite night of uh, tech week is usually first dress. Yeah. Um, I've always then, had directors be like, "Okay, wear your character shoes," and that doesn't really do much. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm wearing their shoes, but I don't look like them. I'm not like oh yeah wearing their outfits. It was. <laughs> I did Titus Andronicus, and my character shoes were six-inch platform heels. Uh, <laughs> How was that? That was fine. I was fine. Um, really? Yeah, my first my first production at SFA, I wore heels. I wore oh. little... I mean, we were doing a 17th century France piece. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I was wearing, like, little one-inch stilettos. Mm. Um, and then, you know, two years later, I'm wearing six-inch combat boot heels. So um, when you get casted for kinky boots, you're good. Like, yeah, no, I'll be solid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and that was... It was challenging because there were times where I had to, like, run up and down stairs. Oh, yeah. And, I can't do that. Um, I was I was so impressed with myself. You're like, wow, I guess yeah. you have this muscle <laughs> I didn't know about. It wasn't even, like, a muscle thing. It was just, I'm so glad I didn't fall. <laughs> Um, there was definitely a time where I almost fell. But the funny thing is, is the time that I almost fell, I was not wearing the shoes. Oh my gosh. I was in socks and they, they caught on a little wire piece Mm -hmm. that was on our set and I almost ate dirt. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, the character shoes are complicated. Yeah. Um, do you remember falling in love with theater? Like, do you remember a certain point or was it kind of just always like that? It definitely wasn't. I I think one of the first times that I recognized I liked theater was watching my sister do Grease. It, God, ages ago. Long time ago. Yeah, she before was... Before we were... Before we were in middle school. school. Yeah. Um, because she did, she did Grease with Miss Allen. Mm. Um, and she played Patty Simcox. I remember this. Yeah. Um, and I watched it, and I was like, that's really cool. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. So, uh... And of course, I'd like I'd like done di beforehand, oh, yeah, yeah, but that yeah. wasn't that that didn't make me think theater. Yeah. That more it was more like critical thinking and yeah. analysis. Yeah, yeah. And so me and my sister got, or my sister finally got to her freshman year of high school, and I got to seventh grade. Um, and that's when we we did uh, Dragon of the Winds. <laughs> I auditioned for that, and I didn't get cast. We did Dragon of the Winds, and then. Uh, the high school was also. Yeah, we also did Dear Arduino. Was Dear Arduino in the spring? Yes. Or was it in the? Was it in the? Did we do Dear Arduino or did we do Dragon of the Winds first? Dragon of the Winds first, because that was one act. That's and what then I in the spring we did Dear Arduino. Okay, because I was also doing. I think I was also doing. Uh, what's it called? Bye Bye Birdie, because I was doing that in seventh grade. Yeah, Bye Bye Birdie would have been the high school's show. Yeah, was yeah, that? Yeah. That was also during Dragon of the Winds. Probably, yeah. So, the first time that I had really, really done theater, I was doing two shows at once. I was doing Dragon of the Winds. <laughs> you just got thrown in there. Yeah, I loved it. And those it. are two opposites, too. It's musical and... Very much. Yeah. Very much so. Um, granted, I was playing children in both, so that helped. Yeah. It also helped that my first role was something that I was, so it was easy to play. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was really just kind of dropped into it, and mm-hmm. I think... After doing, after doing those shows, I started to I started to fall in love with it. You were bitten by the bug, and you were like, "All right, here mm-hmm. we go." Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sure 
anybody who's ever gone to school with me knows I really like attention. Um, <laughs> no, you? <laughs> yeah, right. I hate being in front of people. Wow. Um, Everybody's looking at me and like wanting to know what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after seventh grade, after I finally did it for the first time, I was kind of wrapped up mm-hmm. and I couldn't let it go. Did your parents have to, like, kind of help you? Because I know for me, like, when I would sign up for things, I would be, like, all in. And then when it came to, like, opening night, I'd be like, I can't do this. I can't do it. And then I don't think my parents ever had to, like, push me. I probably just had to be like, all right, and here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to do it. I've I've never had stage fright. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've never really been scared of going on stage do you feel like maybe it's because you're not yourself on stage maybe um but granted there's there's always a bit of me that i bring yeah with every character um i i i've never i've of course been like anxious to go on stage i think everybody gets like Mm -hmm. some sort of nervous or butterflies or anything like that but i usually just i i usually make playlists for Mm -hmm. each character that i play Unless um, I'm playing multiple characters in a show, then it's kind of you strange. You just go back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I usually make a playlist for shows. Uh, so when I'm doing my hair, when I'm doing my makeup, when I'm getting in costume, I can listen to songs that make me feel like my character. And okay. then and then I just don't... I, I don't typically get scared of going on stage. I think the only time in college when I was scared of going on stage, it was for my first production when mm. I was it was my freshman year and I was doing Tartuffe mm. and I was I was scared but I wasn't it, it wasn't something that was holding me back from going on stage yeah um and that's that, that it was a lot of fun that also was a really fun show <laughs> that probably Tartuffe has to be my favorite costume mm. um that I've ever worn it was also just because every time I turned, my tailcoat would just, like, turn around and whip people, which was <laughs> hilarious to me. Yeah, that's fun. Um, but I don't... I don't think there was ever a time where my parents specifically had to push me to mm-hmm. get on stage. I think my parents more so maybe had to pull me off. Oh. Um, <laughs> that makes funnily sense. enough. Maybe you shouldn't do seven shows a year. Like, maybe mm-hmm. you should, like, take mm-hmm. a break. Yeah. And that's what ended up happening with Paganini in high school. Mm. Um, that was after I dropped out. <laughs> I wasn't in that show. Yeah, I well, I wasn't either. Um, oh, really? I didn't do Paganini because one, I was in. There was a class that I was in that was uh, almost causing like breakdowns every night mm. because I couldn't get it. No, I couldn't get it down perfect. What subject? It was AP Chem. Um, oh, jeez. And it was frustrating me and scaring me, and I was angry. Yeah. Um, and so my parents were like, you, you need to take, you need time mm-hmm. for yourself. And so... Was that really hard for you? Very. Yeah. Um, because one act in high school was... A way of life. Yeah, it was, it was one of my favorite things. And like seeing people, seeing the company leave, like hurt me mm. every time. Yeah. Um, but you know, I went back and did 
uh, digging up the boys that next semester, so. Yeah, Stone told a funny story about you. On oh, that. no. Which one? Or it wasn't funny. I just told her, I was like, we were talking about one act. I said, what's the biggest mishap that's... Or I said, is there a mishap that's happened I know exactly while you were sitting in the audience and you had no control over it? I know exactly what it is. Yeah, and she said that it's there the was lantern. a lantern. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lantern. I set it down and Josiah whipped around and it went up and it crashed. <laughs> and I was like, that's broken glass everywhere. Yeah, and she said that he was like blindfolded or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just took your sleeves and were like... Yep. Which, I mean, like even then we still didn't get all the glass off the stage. Yeah. So, like, when we came out of it, the entire the entire production, like, me, Josiah, and Ladarius were crawling around on our hands and knees. Yeah. And we came out of it, and we had some glass in us. Yeah. Um, like, a little bit. It wasn't, like, it wasn't... I wasn't bleeding profusely <laughs> yeah. from my hands and knees. You weren't like Noah when he, like... Oh, my gosh, no. That? <laughs> <sighs> that was awful. That was terrifying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, that was... That was so scary. Um, what was going through your mind? Were you just like, this is the, my only option here? Or did you black out? You were just like, I have to do something. I honestly do not remember doing that production. Um, specifically that performance. I remember like rehearsing and everything. But that that competition, <laughs> I do not remember. Mm. I remember coming off stage and like full-fledged anxiety attack. Yeah. Um, and poor Mary. Poor Mary came up to help me. And I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> no well it's also because i when i if i ever am in that situation does not happen often yeah but i do not want to be like near people yeah um and she was trying to help me and i was like don't touch me get away um it's i don't know crazy to me that you don't like ben platt because you're so much like him like yikes no it's a good thing (laughs) he said that you know how, like, before you go to Broadway, the New York Times comes and they, like, review the show and that... Mm-hmm. So, it was the Couldn't night make that... make or the, break it. Yeah, it was the night that the New York Times critic was there. And on Dear Evan Hansen, they have these, like, discs that fly in and out. Yeah. That the whole show takes place on. Mm-hmm. Well, there's this big dinner scene right before he sings For Forever. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah. <laughs> and one of the discs, like, stutter-stepped and just everything fell. And all of the dinner and all of the water falls... <laughs> And the stage manager had to come out and say, hey, we're having technical difficulties. We have to restart this scene. And he said he was backstage just, like, banging on the, like, on the wall. And everybody's like, it's okay, it's okay. And he mm-hmm. was just having... He didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, it... <laughs> it I mean, usually if things go wrong in a show, I'm not, I'm not typically uh, affected much by it. Yeah. Like... I mean, granted, I was horrified with the lamp. Because That's different. That's like a injury. Like you yeah, could be injured. Yeah, but like we've had we've had chairs. Well, I mean, during during when I did Beaterman, Beaterman and the Firebugs, um, I was in the chorus and I was a fireman and I sang. Um, and <laughs> interesting. Yeah, we also had drawn on mustaches, so it was oh, it was fun. It yeah. <laughs> that was a really fun production. Um. <laughs> But it's it's like a it's an epic play. Not that it's like oh it's epic. Uh, no, it's its title is an it's an excuse me it's an epic play. Um, which means the audience knows what's going to happen at the end because okay. the chorus tells them. Oh okay. And then you the comedy comes from watching the main character try to avoid it. Oh okay. All um, right. Yeah, and so we we're in a house. 
that's going to eventually catch on fire because there's, uh, there's arsonists who live in the city who mm-hmm. ask to stay at people's houses and then they eventually put like they eventually get barrels of gasoline loaded up in their houses and then they explode them <laughs> interesting okay yeah it's a weird play it's a really <laughs> I was about weird to say, play this is a strange concept and so there are there are firemen chorus members who are there on stage the entire production mm-hmm. um just kind of like hey mr biederman the main character mm-hmm. uh your house is gonna catch on fire and he's like no it's not and then he leaves okay so like it's 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 an interesting form of comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um and during one of her one of our performances uh a chair leg completely broke off and the next scene was a dinner setting and everybody sat at the table. Whoo! Uh so um one of the chair legs broke and and we went to intermission and I was uh we were the fireman chorus was on stage. And I think one of us just walked, like, got up and left um, without saying anything to go tell the stage manager. But, like, we were on stage the whole time. Nobody was like, why is that fireman leaving? <laughs> yeah, nobody um, was, like, paying attention. Yeah, and I think I think what ended up happening is uh, it was either during a scene change and one of the stagehands replaced it, mm-hmm. or straight up, I think one of the firemen, like, grabbed the broken chair and replaced it with a new one and walked off stage. <laughs> It works. Yeah, it, it worked just fine. Um, Are those two, like, the biggest mishaps you think have ever happened? Oh. It also rained on stage during just another high school play. Oh, you're right. I remember that. The roof was leaking. The roof was, was just, leaking. like, water. Yeah, and we were, like, we, like, threw a bucket under it, but there's not much else that we could have done. <laughs> yeah. And the bucket was, like, overflowing with water because mm-hmm. it was so much. It was, like, monsoon season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, crazy. Has anything else bad happened while I was on stage? Um, in Charlie, in Charlie Brown Parker, in the very last song, do you remember how he kept saying happiness is finding a pencil, and then he forgot, so he just kept saying finding a pencil like over and over again. I don't remember we that. Like, wow. <laughs> we were all like, all right, and it was our last show too. The very oh. last night, he just kept saying finding a pencil like over and over. Pizza with sausage. I still remember those that music. I don't know why. Me too. I still remember the choreography to You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Joan. <laughs> I still I still remember the my my little monologue in the Peter Rabbit song. Really? Uh-huh. I was listening to that the other day. I was like, I wonder if Bailey remembers this. Uh, yeah. In an examining, it's in examining a work such as Peter Rabbit, it is important that the superficial characteristics of its deceptively simple plot should not be allowed to blind the reader to the more substantial fabric of its deeper motivations. In this report, I plan to discuss the sociological implications of family pressure so great as to drive an otherwise moral rabbit to perform acts of thievery, which he consciously were against the law. I also hope to discuss the personality of Mr. McGregor and his conflicting roles as farmer and humanitarian. And then I started talking while other people were singing. So, yeah, nice. I still remember it. Wow. Um, Are you like that with all of your lines or just that because it was so... It depends. There's usually, like, one line that I remember from every show. Um, yeah. Like, from Dear Dwina, I remember, Hi, I'm Bobby, your new next-door neighbor. We just moved here from St. Louis. Uh, which, of course, was my first line, but... Yeah. But it was, like, my main one. Um, and then... Wait, we did do a comedy in middle school. We did... <laughs> we did Harry's Hotter at Twilight. Uh, I thought that was a dream. <laughs> no, it's real. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
All I remember is wearing underwear on my head for like a <laughs> considerable portion of that show. I was in between. Who was my? I was Stella, who was supposed to be Bella Stella. from Twilight. Yeah. And I was in between Victor and Josiah. One of Josiah one was, was a, the wolf pack leader. Victor was Edward, I think. Then who was? Because because Josiah ran around carrying a bunch of Barbie dolls, right? Yeah. But I can't remember because I had Edward and then I had Jacob. Yeah. But I don't remember who Jacob was. Oh, I don't either. Maybe. Do you remember Zane? Zane Rice? Yeah, maybe. It was him. him. It yeah. had to be. Um, I remember Victor's line from that show because he says, I'm attracted to you, but I find that attraction repulsive. And every time I try to repel that attraction, the more attractive my repulsion becomes. Yep. And I was yep. always like, that's a lot of words. Uh-huh. Um, do I remember any lines from that show? You were Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I know a fiasco that happened, but it wasn't on stage. <laughs> was it the glitter? The glitter? From Dear Edwina? No, from... Oh. <laughs> from, uh, Harry's Potter, because there was a lot of glitter at the end of that, right? Maybe. I think so. The and... drawing on the abs on the t-shirt. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was great. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh... You were like Harry Potter, and who were your who were your Hermione Ron, Ron was Brennan. Of um, course, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and then who was Hermione? Oh no! I swear somebody's gonna listen to this and they're gonna be they're like, screaming. "I was Hermione." It's Mena. Mena's gonna be listening and being like, "It was whoever." Oh gosh, no! <laughs> was it? <laughs> was it Lydia? No, because Lydia was. Uh, Bellatrix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because she was so excited. We're forgetting somebody right now. She was so excited to like run dancing off. I killed da 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 because it changed every time. Yeah. Um. This is gonna drive me crazy. Um, to whoever to whoever played Hermione in that show, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry we forgot you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness, I started. People started adding me on Facebook, and they're straight up like people that I went to high school with and I'm like I don't know who you are <laughs> which makes me feel so bad uh, well you also like it's not like you knew everybody there there are some people I'm like you went to high school with me like I had yeah. no idea who you were yeah which makes it, I, it makes me feel so garbage about it um well like I have a coworker named Grant who apparently I was in a science class with in middle school he was like oh yeah I remember you and Lydia and I was like yeah I remember you too which middle school did you go to? Well, we all went to the same yeah. middle school. Duh, Bailey. Miss Lloyd. I was in a science class with Miss Lloyd and Lydia and Leah and like a bunch of people. And then Grant was in there. His name is Grant Morris. Grant Morris. I don't know if I. I don't know if I. News to me. I was like, I yeah. have no idea who you were. Um. What? <laughs> is he tall? Yeah. Oh, I know him. Yeah, tall, skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Was he tall in middle school? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know who he is. Um, Because I went... I, cause <laughs> that I went reaction, to, I, I was like... Oh. Well, I, th I went to elementary school with him. Mm. Granted, Lord knows, I don't think he knows he, who I am anymore. Right. Um, there's so many people that I'm just like, <laughs> they have no idea who I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Grant Morris. Uh, yeah, tall white guy, short haircut. Yeah. Oh, he probably looks the same. Yeah. Um, well, he's a lot taller now. God, he was like six foot something. Mm, he's really tall. 
Good. I'm happy for him. I'm glad <laughs> you're tall, Grant. Hey, you're, um, you made it along more than you were in middle school. You so beat congrats. me like the rest of everybody. <laughs> Still stuck at five foot nine, I think. I'm five two and a half. I want to be six foot, but I'm like three inches away. Hey, you're not you're not fully grown yet. It you might make it. I <laughs> I got three inches to grow. <laughs> you might. Um, Get that surgery where that's like. Is that a thing? <laughs> it's, like, something they do in, like, third world countries. It's not safe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so maybe not do okay. it. Maybe but... not, but <laughs> yeah. also maybe. Oh, my God. It's going to drive me crazy. Who was Hermione? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still on that. I'm like, I don't know. Um, I remember Hannah. Uh, Hannah Williams being mm-hmm. Voldemort. Oh, yeah. Um, Who all was in our class? But it was, like, everybody. Yeah, everybody was in it. I don't remember. It wasn't Bailey Anderson, right? I don't think so. Who were all the girls? There was Bailey Anderson. There was Mena. Hannah. Anna Williams. There's so many of us Lydia. that did theater in high school. Or middle school. Yeah. Everybody did middle, middle school. Was mm-hmm. it Kiara? No, I feel like she was an evil person in that show. Mm-hmm. I have my script. I'll go and look when I get home. <laughs> I do not have that script. Either. I have that... Well... If Miss Stone's listening to those, sorry, but you know those Royce City one like, act duffel ones? bags? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to give back. I didn't give mine back. I don't think I did either. Sorry, Miss Stone. Sorry, Stone. <laughs> um, so I have I all don't of think my she cares. in there. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't give It is the holiday season, and this year in particular, more people around the world are struggling with the global pandemic. There is no possible excuse for children to go hungry in this country, yet it happens every day in every community. More than 13 million children in the United States alone live in food-insecure homes. That phrase may sound mild, but it means that those families don't regularly have enough food to eat. My family was part of this statistic in my adolescence, which is why No Kid Hungry and World Central Kitchen are very important organizations for today's Tay's Faves and for the holidays just around the corner. World Central Kitchen creates smart solutions to hunger and poverty by working with chefs and communities, and because of them, we know the power of food can change the world. No Kid Hungry's website says, We have plenty of food in the United States, and we have child nutrition programs that work. The problem is that not enough kids are able to access them. In each of my December episodes this month, I will be giving my platform to organizations like No Kid Hungry and World Central Kitchen for listeners like you to make donations to. This year has been hard on us all, so what more reason to give as much as you can to as many as you can? To make a donation today, visit nokidhungry.org or wck.org. Oh, another fiasco that happened. We did... A duo little scene. Oh, gosh. I'm <laughs> we, still angry about me this. Me too. We did a little duo scene called the Bright the bright Blue Mailbox Suicide Note, and then we went to, like, a little, like, school competition thing. Yeah, a little competition. Kind of like kind of like UIL, but wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And we went to perform it, and our judge came in, who we had known from whatever. One act. And his sister had just, like, sadly, like, died from suicide, like, maybe a month ago and so we saw him and we were like oh (gasps) my god we were like what and we did not 
place. <laughs> um, no, he gave us such bad scorings, and I know we did good. Yeah, we did so good. We worked so hard on it, too. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he, like, wrote in our notes something like sensitive subject or something, and we were like, oh, my God. Yeah. We, we literally got the worst judge for that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I as remember... Soon as, as soon as we saw him walk in, we were like, no. No. I just remember my heart just, like, stopped, and I was like... And everybody's like, what, what's wrong? Like, I didn't know either. You had to tell me. You were like, his sister just... Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, a month ago. Like, it wasn't... It was fresh. It, was it wasn't fresh... like it was three years ago or something. It was a hot topic. <laughs> it's not... I did not mean to it's reference... Hot topic. Yeah, hot topic. Shout out to Hot Topic, not sponsored. <laughs> But please, please sponsor me. Yeah, please. I'd love for you to sponsor me. <laughs> please sponsor this podcast. <laughs> um, Hot Topic would be a good sponsor. It would be. One of my friends, Mia, was freaking out because they, they came, like, Neopets uh, came yeah. out with shirts at Hot Topic. Really? And one of them just said, your Neopets are dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I spent a lot of time in Hot Topic in high school. <laughs> I didn't surprise <laughs> wasn't there one time that you it was like a dress-up day or something and you I went, did your hair black oh yeah i think you asked me like where to get something <laughs> i was like i don't know hot topic because i yeah. wore like all black mm -hmm. and all black makeup and mm -hmm. i think it was like opposite day or something like that and both me me and mary went full goth <laughs> um fake piercings and everything i also had no idea that she was like she she liked me mm. at the time because yeah, I'm Captain that was, that was Captain Oblivious. Obvious. That was pretty obvious um, to me. I'm Cap Captain Oblivious. <laughs> um, I just call this episode Captain Oblivious. Captain um, Oblivious. What was the who's? <laughs> oh no! What, Here we go. No. <laughs> We're getting somebody else. The name the valedictorian of the class after me. Uh um. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. Brown hair. Yes 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 yes. God, I know what you look like. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> so was she? Uh, hold on. Um, she had a last name. She did. Yes, she did. <laughs> she had a last name. No, her last name is like prominent, right? Yeah. They do the prayers at the football game sometimes. Yeah. I don't remember. know. I don't know. Whoever it is. I was talking to her and she said something about coming on here. Really? Yeah. Theater in college is weird. How so? I'm also in improv. Like, I didn't do improv. I did improv in high school a little bit. Improv is like my own personal hell <laughs> like um it was for a while for me yeah um but that's because of stuff that happened in high school but uh I, my my friends finally convinced me they were like bailey would you please just audition for the improv troupe i was like fine fine whatever i mean granted i was excited about it so it was like fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but i'm now in the improv troupe which is called uh room for improv uh room room to improv Mm. Like room for improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a play on words somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, or room for improvement. That's what it is. Room for improvement. Uh, okay, there we, we go. We went through a recent name change, so I'm still like <laughs> nailing it down. Yeah. Um, but it's probably one of my favorite one of my favorite organizations that I'm in. I'm also in APO, which is sounds like a fraternity kind of technically is but it's a theater honor society so right. like it's not a real frat so you're like i'm a frat boy <laughs> oh gosh hold on let me turn my hat backwards yeah right yeah and start wearing cutoffs <laughs> somebody somebody give me a beer that i can crush oh my god shotgun um, a beer real quick oh gosh have you ever done that yes it's the worst 
Um, hate it. Absolutely. Yeah, hate it. I'm that's just, because beer is trash. It is, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I am not a huge alcohol person. Mm-mm. Um, like, yeah, occasionally I'll drink, but I drink like a 30 year old man. <laughs> and so like, um, when my friends are like, yeah, let's take shots. I'm like, I'm good with my gin and tonic. Right. I'm gonna, I'll be here. Yeah. You guys go do that. Just like somebody's like, ah, I have Malibu. And I'm like, ah, I have a whiskey <laughs> on the rocks. Yep. <laughs> um, you do drink like a 30-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, I drink like a 30-year-old man, and I'm so lame. <laughs> no, it's classy. Um, I'm not a good partier. You see this? Mm-hmm. for my brain. Your brain? Yeah. What, what are for you Halloween? T- remember? <laughs> Your brain? <laughs> it got on my... It's not coming off. Did, no. did the lube work out? Yes. Okay, yeah. And like, people it would, it like, wet. touch it and be like, ew, and I'd be like, you just... Okay, yeah, I'm not going to tell the you. One, what you you touched, touched it. it. It's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I love. I do theatrical makeup, uh, oh, and yeah. so that was like you should have seen me walking. In. I went to Family Dollar and I was walking around <laughs> looking for lube, and I was like, I look like this right now. And you're buying lube. Yeah, and then I went to Walmart and found it, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to self checkout. I'm not going to let somebody see me buying this right yeah. now, looking like this. Yeah, especially because like, it, it, especially if you get it on your skin, because it's hard to clean off. Because it is. It's so like at least for like theater makeup, you want to use the oil based one. Yeah. Because it, it stays longer. It doesn't dry out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's odd. It's weird buying things for theater makeup. Like, you can use... Like, the the mix of things that you could buy for theater makeup. <laughs> right. Like, I think one of my favorite purchases was I bought uh, plastic cups. Mm-hmm. Like, clear plastic cups. A jar of chunky peanut butter. <laughs> um, Corn syrup and red food dye and lube. All in the same cart. And the I I didn't go to self checkout because I you know self sabotage in that way, <laughs> um, and so the oh I also had zip ties. Oh my gosh, the person's like, uh huh. No, yeah, they looked at me weird, and I was like, I promise it's all for makeup, and they're like, they looked at me weirder, and I was like, it's theater, please <laughs> stop. Uh, but yeah, no, I love I love doing theater makeup. It's yeah. a lot of fun. I love putting fake blood on things. Yeah. It gets everywhere, though. Oh, yeah. I had to pour it on top of the brain. It just mm-hmm. got everywhere. Yep. It was all over my sink. Mm-hmm. It looks yeah. good, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It wasn't supposed to... I got the wrong bald cap. I got, like, a one that you get at, like, a costume store rather mm-hmm. than, like, the good ones where you can, like... I mean, it's it. also so much cheaper yeah. to, to buy them from. And it was only a night, so I was like, whatever. Exactly. Like, I, I wouldn't even buy... Even for a production, I don't know if I would buy, like, a super expensive bald cap unless yeah. unless I wasn't putting anything on their head. Yeah. Because, like, I can spend a good 20, 30 minutes doing makeup on a bald cap and blend it in pretty well. Mm-hmm. But but if I'm covering it with something, then there's... There's no point. There's no point in... My hair was, like, hanging out the back because I... For some reason, I thought I could, like, put it all up here and then put the bald cap on, but it just... It was all, like, chunky, so I just, like... <laughs> smoothed it back i think the easiest way to get around that is braiding um if you braided your hair into like two long braids and then you whipped them up oh yeah and then pin them in up here um that helps get them under bald caps it's the same thing with like wig caps yeah you you can do that too um but i really i really enjoy doing theater makeup um not even a guilty pleasure theater (laughs) yeah me me too um, I like, except for improv, I don't like doing the whole improv troupe thing, mm-hmm. but like in a scene, it's fun. We, Other than that, I'm like, I don't want to try to be funny because then I like freak out. We actually, we have a show coming up soon. Um, if you want to check it out, mm-hmm. um, I'll send you the link to it. 
uh, we'll be live streaming it from our YouTube channel. And it's, we've moved everything on Zoom because we want to be as safe as possible. Yeah. So we do like Smart. little Zoom improv shows. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's audience interactive. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So like hmm. we still take suggestions and all that stuff. That's interesting. I like how that can work. Yeah. It's hard, but it's, it's still fun. Yeah. Um, I think the last time I did it, I was in full, it was our Halloween show and we did, we were all in Halloween costumes. Um, I was Jack Sparrow. Oh yeah. This Halloween. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that, that was a lot of fun, but if you want to watch it, I will send you a link to it. It should be, I think next Friday. Um, I think, yeah, it's next Friday and they usually run about an hour, hour and a half. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun and you can see the whack the wacky stuff that we get into. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. They should do that with Broadway. They should do like selling tickets for live streams. Mm-hmm. Or even like staged readings. You can do so much with online productions. Well, Tina Fey's doing something. Yeah. They're doing the, their online, well, online. They're doing a performance with a bunch of different casts of different musicals. And I think, I think they're all doing it in person with each other. Which is kind of interesting choice. Uh, it's a choice. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite. It's a choice. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be my choice, but it's a choice. Oh yeah, one of my directors at SFA. That's one of their favorite their yeah. favorite things. You'll be on stage. and He'll be like, mm, "It was a choice," <laughs> and then you're like, oh, "I did it wrong." Yeah, you're like, "Okay, uh, time to change it." <laughs> um, Do you normally get along with directors pretty well? I don't think there's a defiant? I don't think there's a single director that I've not gotten along with. Mm-hmm. I it's it's just at the very beginning of the process you have to adapt yourself to yeah how they work like Angela Angela is uh, very specific in what she wants she directed Oklahoma mm-hmm. she's very much like you need to be here on this line and then you can move later on this line and say it here and mm-hmm. she's very specific about what she wants mm-hmm. um, then once we get closer to like Tech Week dress then you can you can do a little bit more differentiation mm-hmm. but not a ton mm, okay like she's very specific in what she wants um a director like uh shattuck uh shattuck directed tartuffe mm-hmm. um and pride and prejudice and he's yes he will point you in like the direction that he wants you to go but if you have an idea mm-hmm. or if you're like hey i feel like it'd be more natural for me to go this way he'll be like try it out and we'll see how it works okay um he's very loose uh, about what he wants. Well, he knows what he wants, but he's very loose about how we get there. Okay. Um, very flexible. Um, and if you're an actor who's having a hard time, he, if you need it, he'll be like, yes, I need you here on this line. Mm. Um, and then, uh, Rick is, (laughs) Rick is fun because he's, he's kind of an oddball with, with directing and (laughs) working with him. And he's very much like, if it's funny, yeah, let's try it. Because uh, he did Beaterman and the Firebugs, and mm. <laughs> um, okay. one of his one of his first like main things was like, yeah, reach for the shtick, um, and that was his that was like our main thing that we heard from him, mm-hmm. which was hilarious. And then my other director, Cleo, Cleo did Titus Andronicus, and he's very he's very open to suggestion. He's the he's the it's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. Wanna be my um, choice, but mm-hmm. and he he also gives uh, a pretty good idea of where he wants you to go. Um 
But if, if you have a differentiation, you can just be like, yo, can I go that way? And he'll be like, try it. If I hate it, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you'll direct one day? Or do you want, do you, is that a thing that you see that you want to do one day? I'd more, I'd more so want to, I don't want to teach high school. Right. Yeah, but I'd, no, I'd more so, next. before I direct, I would likely just want to be a, like a collegiate professor. Okay. Um, I plan on getting a master's in acting. I, acting styles fascinate me so much. Yeah. And so I want to know what direction that I can take different things, where to point uh, new upcoming people, mm-hmm. um, and sharing knowledge. Like, I I love the, that concept of mm. being a professor. The main reason why I don't want to teach high school is because I really don't want the kids that are like, I'm just here for credit. Yeah, those are the worst. Mm-hmm. And the ones who won't shut up. Yeah. If I could teach, like, a like a class that I knew everybody was there because they love doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Yeah. But in high school, you don't get that. You can get, like, all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm hoping... I'm... I'm hoping that I get a pretty decent... A pretty decent time on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards, once once, like, my acting career slows, I would love to be a professor would you ever do um like screen yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh we just wrote a movie and shot it really we, me shelby and our friend josh nice yeah we went to colorado when we shot it and it was an experience mm-hmm. don't think i'll ever do it like that again but it was fun film film is so exhausting mm-hmm. um specifically with takes and yeah and then you have, this angle isn't working for me, so we're going to do it again. Or can you say it like this and we'll do it again? Um, it's just a lot of repetition. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a little bit numbing on the brain, but uh, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. I, I mostly just enjoy acting, seeing the world from different perspectives. We have about like 20 minutes left before I let you go, but okay. there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, no. So, um... You are, like, my number one requested guest. Oh, Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yes. Um. There's a reason for it, though. Oh, no. So, in my first season, it was all different, like, episodes where it's just me talking. I didn't have any guests. Mm-hmm. And I told a story. Well, I have an episode called Boys, Boys, Boys. That's mm-hmm. what it's called. And I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. But um, there is a character, because I talk about these people and I give them names. There's a character named Jake mm-hmm. that I talked about, and you are Jake. Oh. So okay. I don't know if you've heard it, because... I've been listening more so to season two. I yeah. haven't gotten to start season one yet. Yeah, yeah. No, totally acceptable. Like, I'm not like, you didn't listen to my podcast? Like, what <laughs> But, so basically, I told the story of Jake and how in middle school, I met Jake. I met you. Yes. And I instantly, like, had a huge crush on you. Captain Oblivious here, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Captain Oblivious. I had a huge crush on you, and I talked about how, like, um, I thought it was cool that you were, like, into theater and you did all this stuff, and how I felt like I couldn't ever tell you because, like, I felt like like my I had an abusive dad and everything, so I talked about how it was nice to meet a guy who was not like my dad, and then that was you. So everybody's like, oh, my God, Jake, you have to have him on, because everybody knew it was you. Like, Oh. Who else am I going to be like, there's this kid that I grew up with or whatever. And then I 
told another story involving you, which was freshman year. No, it was eighth grade, because, yeah, mm-hmm. who is Tom in mm-hmm. the story. Um, he came in, and I was like, I feel like I can't be with Jake, because I am so, like, messed up, so I'm going to go for somebody who I know is not going to treat me right, mm-hmm. and I know is going to be, like, he'll never reciprocate feelings back for me, like, mm-hmm. self-sabotaging almost. Mm-hmm. And... I just started being really mean to you, and I don't know if you picked up on it, but eighth grade to freshman year, I was so mean to you. <laughs> not gonna lie, I don't think I picked up on it. It was not like, uh, Bailey, you're ugly or anything like that. It was more so like giving you the cold shoulder or like mm-hmm. rolling my eyes or being annoyed with you. Mm-hmm. Like we did that little short, <laughs> we did that like 500 mile music video, mm-hmm. and I remember specifically that day being like, like being really mean to you so i i don't know i i don't know if it's because i'm used to people being just like sassy to me (laughs) so i probably i might have just taken it as that yeah um especially because now like when i'm around my friends i'm like oh god i hate you but like (laughs) i love my friends yeah but i may have taken it like that i don't think i necessarily just thought you didn't like me or didn't or you Mm -hmm. hated me yeah um because I knew that to not be true. Like, I'd been yeah. friends with you for a long time. Yeah. So I knew you didn't just... There wasn't one day where you're like, ah, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it, like, it wasn't an outward thing. It yeah. was more internal on mm-hmm. my side. And plus, I like... It's really hard to lose me as a friend. There's yeah. a lot that you can do to me, and I'll be like, you know what? We'll forget about we it. We also... Oh, my God. This is really bad. But, like, when I, I remember us being like, you want to smoke cigarettes? And, like, you were like, mm, no. Yeah. Uh, I never remember you doing it so much as I remember me doing it. Yeah. Um, cause I think Jill's goal was to like taint me as a, as a child. And yeah. I, every time I was <laughs> yeah, like, it was. I was like, ah, I'm fine. So when you said like, I think it was maybe sophomore year, you said something about how you had listened to my chemical romance. She was like, oh my God, he's like one step closer. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I don't think he's good. I don't think, I think you're it's just because I got a Tumblr account and I I inherently <laughs> had to know what yeah. Welcome to the Black Parade was. Yeah. And like, yeah, now it, it, the first time I heard Welcome to the Black Parade, it was in <laughs> sophomore year of high school. Um, and <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, it's a good song. I'm definitely not a fan of. They definitely have worse not a, songs than that. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Um, they have a song called Mama and it says, Mama, we all go to hell. Oh, that's, that's... That's, like, the first line, mm-hmm. yeah, so... Did I say I started listening to My Chemical Romance, or did I say I started listening to, like, Panic? I think maybe both. I remember okay. you were listening to Panic at the Disco, too. Yeah, I like Panic. Um yeah. It depends. They're not so dark. Yeah, they're, they're, they have a lot of fun songs. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm... I... That was never gonna happen. Like, tainting me as a child was gonna be... Well, she also had different motives. Yikes. And she had that with you too. Oh well. Had like a crush on you, but it wasn't like a. It was like a. It was like a creepy crush. Yeah. Creepy crush. Creepy crush. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she had no chance. Um, <laughs> You're like no thanks. Well, I mean, like, I did have a crush on her in middle school. Yeah. With the one time I was in choir with her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. In yeah, seventh yeah. grade. Yeah. And then after that, I was just like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, she she had no chance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I hate to break it to you, but 
Somebody found out about it, too. I think it might have been Annabelle, and she was, like, really mad that she was saying stuff like that. About me or Brennan? You. Really? Yeah, I think she was like, why would you say that? Like, why? It was not, like, out. she was outwardly like, oh, I'm going to take Bailey's virginity one day. Really? Yeah. Oh, good luck. Hon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, honey. So I think it pissed Annabelle off at one point. She was like, why would you say that? Yeah, like, that is, it's kind of gross. It's, uh, yeah. That surprises me that Annabelle defended me. I'm pretty sure it was Annabelle. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I think it was just because of the context of it. Yeah. It was just so, yeah. Like, yeah. why would you say that? Um, but yeah, I was never, I was never interested in, like, I was never interested in smoking or mm. drinking in high school. Yeah. What? It's like, <laughs> Strange. Baby. He's a weird person now. Send <laughs> him like, back, send him like, back. who is this? Uh... I mean, yeah, I I had a I had a little time in college where I was like, ha, shots. Um, Who doesn't? But like, it wasn't. I wasn't getting absolutely wasted. Yeah, the wasted's a good word. The word that I thought of was hobnockered. So, <laughs> oh, I like that word better. I don't know if that's what that means. That's just the word that came to my brain. I don't know either. Um, I love me some fun words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and just like I I I don't like the feeling of being drunk. Yeah. Um and so like I'm never I'm not much of a drinker. Yeah. Um I don't smoke. You don't have problems with it though? Mm-mm. Mm. No, yeah. I have a lot of friends who who like to like party and have a good time. Um but I usually was... I'm I'm there to mitigate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see you as that person. Yeah, it's it's like, nice. Down, I like making sure that people are okay. Yeah. Um I think the only time that I've been like drunk drunk was on my 21st birthday well it wasn't on my birthday it was for my birthday my friends <laughs> threw together threw together a little party for me and they made jello shots for it mm, and you know those are fun they were all harry potter themed you could get a little carried away with jello shots um i took 26 27 Ooh, yeah you're having fun <laughs> yeah which is funny because i'm like i'm not a lightweight um, mm. But it's not because I drink a lot. I don't know why I'm not a lightweight. I wish I was. You just have that tolerance, I guess. Yeah, and so I took like 26, and I was maybe a little bit past tipsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend Skylar was trying to keep up with me, and he was like, "I can't do it anymore." He stopped <laughs> at 18, but that was a fun time. Yeah, I I only asked because I have a problem with it. So mm-hmm. whenever I was 16, I kind of realized that I was depending on like alcohol and mm-hmm. especially like a lot of drugs mm-hmm. way too much. Mm-hmm. So I have not drank in like over a year. Well, so that's awesome. Yeah. And drugs and everything, like I'm like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm not a big drug person. Yeah. Um I haven't really tried anything and I don't really plan on it. Yeah. Um I mean they're not as fun as everybody says they are. I, I wouldn't imagine. That and oh my gosh, I hate when things I I don't I don't even like going under anesthetics at the doctor. Like, it yeah. freaks me out. I don't like anything that changes my... Like, you feel like you want to be in control of the yes. situation. Yeah, and drugs definitely take that from you. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not big into it for, for that reason. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with other people doing it. I'm yeah. not going to sit there and be like, hey, stop. Especially, you know, I'm a theater major. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we party. Uh, theater majors at SFA are the partiers. Uh, right up there with the... What are they called? The frats. The frat boys. Uh-huh. Except the frat boys are like, invite all your friends. And Let's then get we're wasted. like Yeah, we're like, uh, invite the theater department. Let's get wasted. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I I'm there's too many people in the theater department that 
uh, that like smoke and drink, and they all have a good time, and I'm not upset by it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's not specifically my thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. You can have fun other ways too. So exactly. But yeah, so going back to like middle middle and high school, I don't I don't think there was a specific time where I was like, ah, oh, Taylor hates me. Yeah. Plus, I I just in general hung out with you a lot, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if at some point you were like, ah, I'm sick of Bailey a little bit. Oh my gosh, no. Um, And I think that's probably why. Well, I always grew up as like, I mean, I don't take this title as all that I was, but I was an annoying little brother <laughs> for my for a large portion of my life. Oh my gosh. Um, And so like, I understood when people were annoyed with me or maybe had too much mm-hmm. of my personality. And like, even now, I think that's a really good gauge to have because... I, I have a lot of friends who are very introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually tend to get along better with introverted people. Really? Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not on the introverted scale. Um, <laughs> but when I'm when I'm with my introverted friends, I think it's a lot it's a lot easier. Um. <laughs> I had to make sure it was still on. I was like, wait a second. Just put it on echo. <laughs> I it's very easy for me to tell when they've had enough. Yeah. And so I'll be like, hey, just letting you know, I'm going to head home because I'm kind of tired. Yeah. And then they don't feel like it's their problem to kick me out. Yeah. Um, same thing when they're, if they're ever at my apartment, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to bed. Um, See ya. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I usually just like to gauge where people are with how they feel. That's funny because I am kind of an introvert and I am the person that'll sit there and be like, I want to go home, but I don't know how to tell them that I want to go home. Exactly. And I hate when people feel like that. Cause like even in certain situations, I feel like that too. Yeah. Cause it's never personal. It's not like, Oh my God, I'm mm-hmm. not. Well, sometimes, sometimes people I'm like, Oh my God, they're too much right now. Like I need to go. I think the, 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 the only times that I feel that way are when I'm around, uh, marketing people. Cause, oh God. <laughs> Uh, there are a lot of marketing people that are very interesting, very fun to talk to, and there are the marketing people that are... Oh, this is going to sound so bad. Um, they're, the, they're the guys that are there on sports scholarships, and they're doing sports marketing. And I don't want to sit and talk to you about football. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I don't do that. Read the room. My theater. I'm a theater major. Like, yeah. tell me I want to listen to you talk about football. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so, like, sometimes when when they're doing that, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go home. I'm going to head out. Yeah. Um, you guys have fun. Yeah, keep partying, doing whatever you're doing. I'm going to I'm gonna leave. <laughs> but that's also because I'm really, I, 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 I still like to make really good grades. Um, <laughs> I know, big surprise. Bailey, yeah. likes to, Bailey likes to push himself in school. Um, but... Even even now, I try to put a large focus on that, and um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, Introvert, extrovert, good grades. Yeah. So so when I'm around people, I usually can't focus very well unless mm-hmm. they're doing something and I'm just there. Like I can I can do homework at Starbucks all day. Yeah. Um, because nobody's there trying to talk to me. Yeah. Um. Because it is the crux of myself as a human being, I want to learn about everybody that I ever meet. Yeah. And so anytime somebody starts talking to me, I just close everything that I'm doing and I'm like, talk to me. Yeah. That's a good thing to have as an actor, though. Because yeah. like, people watching or like knowing people, mm-hmm. if you read a character, you're like, I know this character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can take a lot from that. And uh, especially with 
directors mm-hmm. um, and auditioning. I've come to learn, like, usually I can tell how the director feels after I audition based really? on, like, facial. Have you ever walked out and you're like, well? Uh, oh, there was a, <laughs> one of my worst auditions that I've ever done is I walked into the, I walked into the room and uh, I said, hi, my name is Bailey and I'm doing this and, this such and such monologue from such and such play. And I said, thank you. And I said two sentences of it, forgot the rest of it, and said, thank you. And I walked out. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm definitely not getting cast in that. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I, You can have bad days, Bailey. Yeah. Um, You can't get every one of them. Yeah. Um, And, like, I've never been one to think that that I'm perfect for every role. Um, Like, I know when cards are stacked against me. Like, I'm not going to play every role that I want. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is funny because, like, we've done dramas in, like, dramatic plays in college, and I never get cast in them. And I straight up think it's my curly hair. Try straightening it. Maybe. When you go into an audition. Maybe. Because every time, every time, uh, I I usually don't see curly-headed people in dramatic shows. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Um, I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. Just straighten it and, like, put it in your face. Yeah, I'll, just the uh, the side bangs. Yeah, the emo look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, I think my hair is long enough. It's like... Yeah. You could do it. Yeah. My hair's so long right now. Put on some, like, dark eyeliner and be like, Hi, mm-hmm. my name is Bailey Owen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. Was Same. Like, oh. God, I want to watch Pitch Perfect. I... We're doing Pitch Perfect soon. I put that under the musical category. Yes. Even though, like, it's not, but... We're doing The Sound of Music, Rent, and then Mary Poppins. Because I wanted to start classic. Yeah. And Rent is just my favorite, mm-hmm. so... And then I can't remember what comes next, but we do I'd say Phantom. Hamilton. Hamilton comes next. No, oh, I forgot about Phantom, so it's not like for a while. Yeah. And then I've never seen like shows like Hello Dolly. I've never seen. Oh, <laughs> God, I love Barbara Streisand. Me too. I've We're... never seen Funny Girl. Every fiber of my being, I love Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Um, You're a theater kid. If you don't love Barbara Streisand, who are you? You're like... doing it wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Hello Dolly's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. I love Hello Dolly. I also really love uh, Newsies. Newsies, we're doing Newsies. Yeah. Good. Okay. It's have also you, on Netflix, so it's yeah. easy to access. Yeah. Have you done, uh, or have you read or seen Hello My Baby? Mm-mm. We did that my senior year of high school, and it's like... A, I'm going to write it down. Yeah, it's good. I don't know if... It's never been done on Broadway. Interesting. It's kind of a new one. I remember when we went to thespian convention mm-hmm. they were handing out flyers about this new musical and it was hello my baby and then we ended okay. up doing it my senior year but it's about um what is his name there are people who sell songs i forget what they're called but they were it was like back in like 1920s maybe in new york city do you just mean like composers or no they would like go out they were kind of like newsies with newspapers but they mm-hmm. were selling songs oh instead. like song telegrams Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. They would stand on the street and sing songs, and then people would buy them or mm-hmm. whatever. And there's this girl named Betty, and oh my god, what is his name? I forgot. Buddy, no, she's Buddy. Yeah, okay. Well, anyways, 
Um, she's a really good songwriter and a singer. And so is this other guy who sells songs and they meet one day and they sing, but she can't sell songs because she's a girl. Mm -hmm. And so she dresses up as a boy and pretends to be like this person who can sell songs really well. And they're trying to save like Delancey street or something. Mm -hmm. And she, the girl version of her falls in love with the guy version. And then the guy version thinks that the, or no, the girl version falls in love with the guy but then the guy thinks that the guy version of her is in love with no is in love with the girl oh lord so there's like a love triangle but it's actually only two people Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting and all the songs are really fun it sounds really good it sounds like uh what is that play called it's a shakespeare play um my mind is escaping me somebody's listening and they're like oh my god it's this yeah i know i'm the theater major and other people are yelling at me because i'm probably gonna be wrong um oh what is that shakespeare play shakes i'm gonna search it because i need to know now but it sounds like the plot of it's a very similar plot to romeo and juliet yes romeo and juliet um the only shakespeare play that anybody else knows i think it's as you like it it's either as you like it or much ado, but um, one of the main characters dresses up as a man, but she falls in love with the other main guy. It's it's it's. Mm. There's convoluted. a scene where they have to be like at the same place at the same time, and they're like running back and forth and stuff. That's it's like cool. a Mrs. Doubtfire kind of. But, I love like, it. Not... Hello. <laughs> is it is it much ado? God. I feel like such a bad student. We never read Much Ado for an assignment, so I feel less bad, but... You'll think of it later and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Whatever. I'll get back to you about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's there's an interesting uh, Shakespeare play that's like that. Hmm. It's, re- it's really fun. It's really good. And the, all the songs are really good, too. Mm-hmm. I think most of the songs are taken from, like, actual songs that exist. Okay. Like, there is a song in that musical I was watching Narnia the other day, and it was playing in the background, and I was like, what? Mm -hmm. So. Do you know which song it was? Oh, Johnny. Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know why I thought I would, but you know. You're like, what song? (laughs) Yeah, I have an all-knowing musical. And that song uh, that's like, hello, my baby, hello, hello, my honey. That's in that song. Yeah, that's in that song. Or in the musical. I haven't sang in so long. (laughs) If you want to keep going, I can. It's up to you. I mean, you're the one that has to be somewhere, so... Yeah. I mean, I could probably talk for a little bit longer. Okay. Um, I kept looking at this clock and thinking it was one o'clock. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, and I was freaking out. I was like, why is it so late? Um, I like that you wrote prompts. Well, normally I have, like, seven pages, and I was going to do it today, and then you wanted to push it up, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I'm so sorry. When you're in the process of, like, acting, or, like, just being an actor in general, do you think it helps you find more of yourself? Like, find out more about yourself? Do you use that? Absolutely. As, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, oh, my goodness, what people don't understand about being an acting major is that your major is central around your own understanding of yourself. Yeah. Which is not easy um it's not easy at all yeah especially because you're analyzing your emotions one of the biggest things is how how do you yourself process emotions Mm -hmm. and how would other people process emotions yeah and so 
the funny thing is, is like when I get bad news or if I, I feel like I'm overwhelmed by something mm-hmm. and I want like, uh, for example, my cat died um, oh. in the middle <laughs> of in, in the summer. And my roommate got to witness me go through this firsthand. Um, and she was like, you process emotions strangely. And I was like, no, it's because I'm, one, processing emotions, and two, analyzing it at the same time. <laughs> um, which is strange. Like, not a lot of people do that. Yeah. Uh, and so I just sat there for about an hour and a half. And I let myself feel sad about it. Like, yeah, I cried. Um, but it wasn't like... <gasps> no, yeah. I wasn't Sarah Paul Sarah Paulson crying <laughs> on the couch, but uh but like my my face was usually just like blank, but like tears were coming down. Mm-hmm. And the entire time I was like sad about it, yeah, but also like what is happening in my brain right now? How am I processing this? Um and sometimes even even talking to people mm-hmm. it's hard to it's hard to think about that other people have not done the same thing yeah and so i feel a little bit more emotionally mature yeah um for sure more self-aware mm-hmm, because yeah. i it's very easy for me to tell how i feel in certain situations yeah so like if i'm getting super overwhelmed by something or somebody's making me angry i usually am just like hey you're making me very frustrated. It's not your fault. It's how I'm processing this information. So mm-hmm. I just need a second. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of people, especially our age, like that's pretty good for our age. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who still like lash out and like, yeah. everything like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's usually a lot of the analyzation that goes into how I act is like, my first thing is not so much drawing on what happened to make me feel that way, but more mm-hmm. so like, knowing how I process a certain emotion yeah. and then thinking about doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you journal? It depends. Uh, it depends on... Sometimes I do it for shows if I'm having kind of a hard time with my character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can analyze um, what I've been doing during the show and whether or not it's successful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it sometimes, but sometimes there's just not enough to write. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Or you come out of a show and, like, you'll either have blacked out in the show and remember nothing. <laughs> yeah. or like, you, I have no idea what I did back there. Yeah, I have no idea what I did. Apparently it was good because the director clapped, but I have no idea what happened. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's a lot of analysis for me. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of hard because I, I don't process anger very easily. Like, I don't get angry very easily at all. Yeah. Um... And for one of my acting classes uh, with Kristen, I had my final scene, I had to get angry. And I had to work with her on that because when I get angry in real life, I usually, I get real smiley. Um, <laughs> and like my eyes are very serious, but my mouth is smiley, which makes mm-hmm. me look a little bit strange. Yeah. Um, and if I'm like livid, angry um i will start like tearing up that's me too i don't like i'm not the person that like hits something yeah i'm i'm i don't get (laughs) i don't get white boy angry and want to punch a wall yeah like (laughs) put your fist through a wall yeah yeah i'm the person that will cry and then they're like why are you crying i'm like i'm not crying because i'm sad i'm crying because i'm angry yeah yeah Uh uh-huh and uh and so we had to work through it she was like bailey 
she would stop me while I was acting. She'd be like, hold. <laughs> Bailey, you're smiling again. And I'd be like, ah, dang it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then I'd adjust and we'd keep going. But it's a lot of emotional analysis for, yeah. for my acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how that affects the rest of my body. Mm-hmm. You know, because if I'm happy about something, I'm not going to be walking around with my shoulders bent in and my chest closed and stuff like that. I'm so happy right now. I'm so happy. (laughs) Um, I definitely think, like, psychology, like, I've always loved psychology, and I mm -hmm. think it comes in handy whenever you're acting, or Mm -hmm. I write a lot, too, so, like, Mm -hmm. the psychology of characters, I think, is my approach to most things. Like, why did I say that line? Like, what inside of me would make me say something Mm -hmm. like that? And so going backwards and stuff and working up, like, their childhood and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. And I think that that also comes from, like, growing up. Because mm-hmm. growing up, I I was never... I mean, I was always a super emotional kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I cried at everything, which was annoying. <laughs> um, but I, I liked to analyze how people felt. And, like, going back to, to my introverted friends... Mm-hmm. Um, and how I like to read them and make sure they're they're okay. Yeah. Um, is usually I can tell when people are feeling like uncomfortable. And are I, you an empath? I guess I don't know. Would you say that you like you can like vibe off of other people very much and take on their stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I watch, if I sit and see somebody cry, I will. I can cry. Yeah. Very easily. <laughs> uh, I don't know why cry has become my my like go to example, but that's okay. Uh, but, like, I think that's probably one of the most used emotional reactions is crying. Because yeah. it, it's versatile. You can cry when you're happy. You can cry when you're sad. You can cry when you're angry. Granted, those yeah. are, like, three very basic different, emotions. Yeah. yeah, well, different, yeah. Yeah, they're they're different, but they're also, like, basis emotions. Like, yeah, yeah. You never just feel happy. You could feel... Optimistic. Is, or yeah. Like, yeah. Stone and I were actually talking about this. Um, is how a lot of young actors are usually stuck in the basic little wheel of yeah. uh, emotions where it's like happy, that. mad, sad, um, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But then there's like the rest of the circle, which is like anxious, uh, excited. Because anxious and excited are very two very similar emotions. They just have a positive or a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. But. And like confused can go in all three. Yeah. So you would have to find out what kind of confused are you? Like, mm-hmm. are you upset, like angry? Or are you mm-hmm. just like, oh, what's going on like mm-hmm. or you or you just completely emotionally lost at mm-hmm. the moment yeah um which has happened for for some of my characters mm-hmm. it's happened to me <laughs> yeah sure. it's happened to me for sure yeah um there are times where i'm like i don't know how i'm supposed to be feeling right now yeah i don't know if it's supposed to be happy or sad or i don't know what's going on <laughs> yeah um but that's usually my first step in in acting and then yeah stone and i were talking about the rosh boxes mm-hmm and I told her how much I hated those whenever we were doing them. I'm not as good at those. Yeah, I think for me, it's the build-up to get to that emotion rather than just stepping into it and mm-hmm. just feeling it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have to kind of build up to it. Yeah. Listening and, to music and all that. And also, I'm not... Usually, I'm not, like, cloaked in emotion mm-hmm. when when I just want to feel it. Yeah. Which, I mean, for me, I guess it makes it a little bit difficult as an actor to not have immediate access to intense emotions Mm -hmm. but 
a lot of my stuff comes from analysis. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit annoying to some of my uh, acting professors, because they're like, why do you think this way? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I just do. Um, yeah, because I'm very not on the creative brain side, which is strange as an actor. I've also done that with my friends. Like, if they're talking about how they feel a certain way, I'm like, okay, well, why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. And then some people will be like, why do you have to ask me that? I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, it's like mm-hmm. for my own notebook inside. Like, mm-hmm. sorry. One of my, one of my best friends, uh, his name is Mike. Um, and we were at a party. <laughs> and he is a very introverted guy. Uh, this is the first time. So, like, I had met him in passing before, but I never really talked to him. Yeah. So he was, uh, standing in the, in the kitchen. And he looks so uncomfortable. There was also there was also some person grinding on him, and he was very uncomfortable He's about like, it. Oh my god, that would be me. And like, I could tell very easily. Mm-hmm. And so the, I walked over to him. I was like, "Hey, I'm going outside. Do you want to go outside?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yes, please." Um, and I took him outside, and we just started talking. And he's become one of my best friends now. Um. But I also rely heavily on watching how other people feel. Yeah, I was about to say that will mm-hmm. come in handy too. Mm-hmm. Like being an empath when you can vibe off of somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Especially in like high stress scenes because then oh, it yeah. makes it very easy. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite things that has come out of it is the fact that I can now read actors on stage. Mm-hmm. On stage and in film. And like... Usually, if the acting's really, really bad, it's comical to me. Yeah. Um, but if it's really good, I will get invested. Like, yeah. A lot of people with with their own profession get super critical about watching other people do it because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But, I mean, I do that too with watching movies and acting on stage. But yeah. Um, I I more so now now instead of laughing super hard. At like the comical bad acting, I just, I cringe a lot. I get a lot of secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, from there it. was something I was watching recently, and I was like, oh god, because I try not to be like, oh that was bad. Like I try to mm-hmm. be like that was interesting. I yeah. would have done it this way. Mm-hmm. But there was something I was watching recently, and I was like, you know what's yikes. cathartic on that side? What? Watching Riverdale. <laughs> I've never watched it. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so it's oh and uh, Julie and the Phantoms. I haven't seen it. Julie and the Phantoms is the epitome of I'm a child and I'm acting. Oh, God. Um, it's not bad. It's just cr- kind of cringy. But it's yeah. it's fun to watch because you're like, oh, they're, they're so little. They, <laughs> could, they could have so much more interesting emotions than what's going on. I think I notice a lot of good acting, mainly. Like, mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Every time I watch it, I'm like, They're so children. good. I was like, what the heck? They're really good. Yeah. Um, it's also made me want to audition for, uh, what are they called? What are they called? Competition television shows. Oh, like Big Brother. Oh my gosh, do it. <laughs> Granted, I would never, I would never be like, ha, huh, my name is Bailey and I'm an actor. Yeah. Yeah, acting, acting is a very interesting thing when you're studying it. Yeah, it's... and there, and like, there are so many different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. So when you meet somebody who does it different, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. There's like, there's so many different techniques that are based in so many different things. Like Meyerhold is based off biomechanics and how your body moves and how that would create character and emotion for you. Um, Personalization. Yes. Um, and there is Strasberg with 
probably one of the most well-known yet my least favorite form of acting <laughs> called the method which mm. everybody knows what method acting is yeah um and it's so dangerous it's so dangerous and painful leonardo dicaprio like setting mm-hmm. himself inside a dead wolf or whatever he did uh, yeah something like <laughs> that uh what's his name jerry mm, the guy who played the joker who locked himself in a hotel room um and sent dead rats to people jared leto that's i thought yeah, it was jared that's leto him. yep um like it's it's this is not a healthy way to act i mean granted that's me say as an actor saying it's not healthy <laughs> because i study a different type of acting but it's it's really difficult on you as a human and you in your brain because you're drawing on specific times in history where you felt certain emotions and how that affected you Mm -hmm. and like yeah you're gonna get good results in acting from that but it's going to numb you to to the thing that happened to you before so like we'll take my dead cat for example Mm -hmm. If I'm constantly, like, pulling off of that to create an emotion, there's going to become a p- point where it's, one, useless to me. Like, the I'm going to have to pull from something else because I am I no longer feel anything for that specific event. Mm-hmm. And somebody who studies it may say, like, yeah, it's better for me because I get to process these things at, um, all the time, so mm-hmm. I know how I feel about them. Um but I just think it, I think it's very dangerous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have Meyerhold with biomechanics. You have Strasberg with the method. You have uh, Stella Adler, who uh, who also does something similar. It's based off uh, Stanislavski's methods. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does not teach method acting. Uh, hers is kind of like the healthier version. I think that I've noticed recently that I'm kind of methody, but not to the point where I'm going to stuff myself in a dead, like, mm-hmm. wolf or anything. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of like to go and experience something like it mm-hmm. to be able to use it. Mm-hmm. That's that's another reason that I analyze my, my emotions a lot. Like, is because when I, when I think about my emotions later on in using them in a character, I don't have to... I don't have to think too hard about what would cause it so much as I can think about how it works in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, if you were just like, hey, Bailey, cry on command, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I'm an actor and I need motivation. <laughs> um, actor. Acting. Acting. <laughs> uh, I think those are some of my favorite roles to play is when the, the director's like, please just be absolutely just go over the top yeah don't don't be real be weird um would you ever um who's who is he king george or whatever who is it in hamilton after hamilton came out do you know how many people contacted me and was like you would play a great king george <laughs> i was just, i was thinking now i was listening to um you'll be back on the way uh-huh. over here i was like oh my god bailey would be good you'll at this be reminded <laughs> of my love um are you good on time no. Okay. Do you mind if I go pee real quick? Sure. Okay, cool. I also really have to. Okay. I just didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> the one bad thing about recording in my car is that there is no bathroom. How dare you not have a bathroom in your and- car? And she was like, that's not... And then it was like, hmm. Well. Theater's harder than you think. Yeah, people think you're up there just like 
playing pretend, which, I mean, you are, but, like, there's so much more that goes into it. Yeah, it's it's not easy by any, by any means. No. Um, there's so much that I have to know about myself and about other people and yeah. about how people work and how they process. Yeah, exactly, because you might do something one way, but your character does it another way. Mm-hmm. Like, I am an extroverted guy, but I might be playing an introverted female presenting person yeah which is difficult yeah like it's it's the opposite of me mm-hmm. but i need to know how they process or think granted i try not to play uh any anybody that's female presenting because i am not the type of actor that should be taking that space right um because i am a cis male mm-hmm. i should not be taking a role away from either a trans transitioning trans female or male presenting i should not be taking roles like that Mm -hmm. um from people who could naturally play them i'm glad that you can see that because there are a lot of people who don't yeah it's it's the same thing with uh with like disabled uh disabled actors like i i should not in any circumstance be playing a role of a disabled person because i myself am not a disabled person Mm mm-hmm and there are plenty of actors who are, who don't yes. those roles, yeah. Like, one of the main examples that I can think of is, uh, oh, what's-his-face from Glee? Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. His the, name is, like, Artie on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's in a wheelchair. Um, but he can walk just fine. Like, mm-hmm. there are scenes where he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't think that's right to cast somebody who does not have that experience to, in yeah. in that role. And, and also, the roles shouldn't just be, if they're disabled, they have to play a disabled role. Because mm-hmm. what's her name? Allie, who did Oklahoma on Broadway? Mm-hmm. She played Ado Annie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, it can be done. Exactly. Hi. <laughs> hey, I'll get out. Can I hug you? Yes. Okay, I have to ask now. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> I'll get out in a second. I was like, what's happening? What's going on? Um, but yes, uh, I, as a physically capable actor, should not be taking roles away from people who are not. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, I do not think they should be limited in what they, what they can and can't play. Yeah. Um, but I think as a physically capable, uh, guy, I I should not be playing those roles. Unless it's like... Like when I did Pride and Prejudice, I played a woman and I played a man. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like in the script, at the very beginning, it says you may cast anyone in any of these roles Mm -hmm. um, and you can switch them. Um, You can join... They they had a list of characters that can be joined together because of uh, casting and who's on stage when. Yeah. And one of them was like... Uh, the first listed thing was when you cast a man as a woman or a woman as a man, you you may play the joke that is written in the script, but the joke should never be central about a man playing a woman or a woman playing a man. Mm, okay. Um, they should be played true to their character, true to their person. Hmm. Um, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Um, and I, I think there's just not enough... There's not enough diversity right now like there's a lot of diverse things coming out 
but I don't think there's enough diversity and representation in the theater and film for us as like me as an able-bodied person mm -hmm. being able to take roles away from uh, a disabled person or anybody who has like that's that's an issue that I have with Ben pa Ben Platt playing uh, what's his face what's his name Evan Hansen yes um, because he 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 kind of in my mind plays a caricature of mm. what it is to be anxious right and it almost seems comedic mm. in that sense to me mm. I don't know if that makes sense it does make sense I disagree but it does make sense and that's probably just because I process it differently yeah, yeah. um I process my anxiety different than you would process anxiety yeah. or anybody else would exactly yeah yeah, yeah. there was um, something I saw an actor do and like I was reading the comments and they were like this is totally opposite of what it's like and I was like not for me I was like that's how it is for me we so. all process it differently yeah yeah um and so it's it's always hard to nail down Exactly. And you're never going to do it perfect because somebody out there is going to be like, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. But it's always, it's, it's not, it's also not my place to say who should be cast as what and when. Well, do you remember Pink Lemonade for Tomorrow? Yes. Absolutely not before you ask it. Yeah. Absolutely. Should not have happened. Should never have happened. Mm -hmm. I was looking through a yearbook and I saw those pictures and I was like. Yes. Even as a middle school, it, it's not acceptable. Yeah, for anyone listening, we did a show, and there was... What what was she supposed to be? She was like... She was a servant. She was a servant. She was... In the script, she was supposed to be a black woman. Yep. We had two black women in our cast, mm -hmm. and they casted a white woman and black-faced her instead. Yes. And it wasn't full, like, like paint yourself as dark as you can go. It was, it was like, paint a few shades darker and nobody will notice, but... Everybody noticed. People noticed. Maybe and that's why we didn't place. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> but it, it was not something that we should have done. It was the same thing for, like, Dragon of the Winds. We also had problems with that, because Dragon of the Winds, we... Uh, one of our things that we had to do was pull our eyeliner out to make our eyes look... Uh, no way. Yeah. Um, and that was the same director. Mm-hmm. Which is problematic. Um... And, yeah. Um, Some parts of me are like, it was a different time. But then yes. parts of me were like, are also like... It's it's not acceptable. Yeah, for either of them. Mm -hmm. The blackface, like, I don't know why anybody ever thought that was a good idea. Mm -mm. We also had a, a cast of spirituals who are yeah. supposed to be represented by black people. And majority of them were white. And we all had white face paint on, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was just... It was, it was... It was interesting. It was a choice. It was a and choice. No, it was a bad choice. That was a bad choice. Um, it's like doing hairspray and having an all-white cast. Like, it's just... People do it. It's so stupid. Um, yeah, people do it all the time, which is sad. Um, if you don't have the cast, don't do the show. <laughs> like I that. agree. I When I traveled... Um, I saw a show, I saw a, a production of Once on this Island. Mm -hmm. It was done by an entirely white cast. No way. And the entire cast of Once on this Island is not white. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it, but I've seen pictures. Like, I know. In the opening number, they describe the population of the island. Half of it is uh, the, the poor side of the island, 
Um, and they are described, uh, faces as black as night. And then, uh... All white people come out on stage and it makes um, perfect sense. Yeah, and then in on the other side of the island, for the Bozome, the, the richer side of the island, it's, uh, people with their, uh, light brown skin. Mm. Which is, is not... Light brown is not white. Yeah, no. Which, uh, like, if you're in a place where there's not many... It's not multicultural, like mm-hmm. Roy City. Yes. Roy City was not very multicultural. Which I think was a good... A good... Uh, we did shows that we could do. Yeah. Um, except for middle school. <laughs> except for middle school, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, do shows that you can do. Don't do hairspray when exactly. you don't have the cast. Mm-hmm. Don't do... Uh, what's it called? West Side Story. Or yeah. in the Heights, yeah. If you don't have the cast for it, there are um, plenty of other shows you can do. But I mean, like I said, it's it's also not my place to say who should and should not be cast. I'm whenever I get a role, I'm very thankful. Yeah. To get a role in general, but I mean. But if you have the black people to be in a black role, mm-hmm. don't cast a white person. Yes, or if you have. Uh, the LGBTQIA plus member to play an yes. LGBTQIA plus role. Use them. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless they're like absolutely terrible and you just can't do it. Yeah. I I still think you should you should cast people that are true to who you're looking for. And some people may counteract that by saying, well, isn't that your goal as an actor to be able to play whatever you can? I and, see that, but like at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, as a cis white guy, am not going to be able to play the same or play the role of a, uh, transitioning female to male person mm-hmm. as well as somebody who knows what it's like. Yeah. And granted, I, I've played a gender-fluid non-binary character. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself identify as male. I was born male, um, and I identify it that way. Mm-hmm. And so it's... My first step was going to some of my friends who identify as non-binary and being like, Hey, can I talk to you about this? Is that okay? First yeah. of all. Uh, second of all... I want to play this right to where it's not, I don't want it to be a joke. I don't want it to be uncomfortable for people who are genderqueer non-binary to mm-hmm. watch this. Yeah. So like, I, I want to know. And so that's how I, I did my research for it. And granted, yeah. that's another role that I don't, that's another style of role that I don't think I should have been put in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thankful for it, but... At the same time. At the yeah. same time, we also had people in our theater who identify that way. Yeah. And probably should have been looked at more closely on it. Yeah. I mean, it's different when it's a character going through an experience that you haven't been through. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you can act that. And maybe one day there will be a time where you can play whoever you want. But at this time, the people who identify that way aren't getting the parts that they should because that is who they are. Mm-hmm. So for now, cast all those people in those mm-hmm. roles. Like Yeah, instead of instead of taking it the full non binary route, 
because that's not what I am and I did not mm-hmm. want it to be a complication. I more so took it to like the masculine presenting androgynous style. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I I know a lot of people might think androgyny and non-binary are the same thing, but non-binary for for description, non-binary is a uh is a my mind's going blank again. Ah. Androgyny is a style. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, who am I to put things in boxes, but yeah. for for understanding for me the way that I understood it is that androgyny is a style and a physical way that you could dress or uh, wear different mixes of more traditionally masculine or tr- traditionally feminine clothing yeah. in order to present kind of in the middle. That's the way I've been mm-hmm. told and then it was. So. non-binary is how somebody identifies yeah. as themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Um, so I tried to take it more of the androgynous way than the non-binary way because I feel like if I played it the non-binary way, it wouldn't have been right. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's 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 hard to pin down where where is right when given a task like that because yeah. of course I don't want to make anybody upset, mm-hmm. and so um, I try my best to stay in the neutral. Mm-hmm. Have you ever turned down a role? Um, I don't think so. I just I I don't think there's one that I've that I physically felt like I had to turn down. Yeah. Um, other than the, when I turned down a role in Paganini in high school, that's because I wanted to make good grades. Good grades. Yeah, and that was um, your junior year too, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like the most difficult year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't I haven't turned down a role because it's been problematic. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad I haven't been given the opportunity to turn down a problematic role. Yeah. Well, there was something that happened with Shelby during Elf, where mm-hmm. she auditioned for Buddy, and she like well, you quit sh- theater from that. You place. should not have. Yeah, told me that I would have been good at it, and then not cast me. Mm-hmm. Or even, uh, even allow. I mean, yeah, I guess you can allow Shelby to audition for it, but, like, don't encourage her to do it and then afterwards say, well, you couldn't have played it because you're not a guy. Yeah. Because that's kind of a terrible thing to do. It really is. Um, But I don't know that director, so... I have no idea who she is either. Mm -mm. I don't know anybody there anymore. (laughs) My sister graduated, and I was like, all right. Yeah, I graduated, and I was like, peace out. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's been that long already. Mm-hmm. It's been what three and a half years? Four. Four for almost four for you, almost three for me because I dropped out and whatever. It happens. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm so not excited to drive back. How long of a drive is it? It's like three hours. It's not bad, but it's stuck yeah. in a car for three hours. Yeah. You could listen to like I don't know. I probably will. I'm, I'll either throw on your podcast or... Because, um, well, I normally listen to podcasts in the car, so I'll probably either throw on yours or... Uh, I also listen to Critical Role, which is a... It's a group of voice actors who mm-hmm. play D&D, but it's really entertaining. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have a friend who listens to that. They're so much fun to listen to. Yeah. Um, it's like... It's kind of like an audiobook. 
kind of like listening to an audiobook, except they don't have to pay people to play all the different roles. They're already playing them. Oh, that's fun. And it's the same people every single time. And there's a hundred something episodes of that are like four hours long. Yeah. Sometimes music, I just get so overstimulated with listening to the same thing. So I just yeah. put on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Same. Plus, it gives me something to, like, pay attention to, but also mindlessly pay attention to. Yeah, and if it's a song you've heard a million times, you're, like, falling asleep. Mm-hmm. You're, like, oh. Like, sometimes I'll listen to show tunes and be, like, I can never get tired of show tunes. And then mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm so tired of show tunes, I can't listen to it right now. I, I have, like, two primary sides of my brain. I have, like, the really analytical side, and then I have the creative side. Mm-hmm. And, like, I switch between them a lot. Yeah. Um, but usually when I'm on my analytical side, I love listening to show tunes. Really? Yeah, because yeah. I guess it just stimulates the creative side of my brain that's not yeah. currently in the forefront. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm thinking super creatively, I like listening to uh, usually songs without words. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, either music that doesn't have lyrics or words, or I like listening to like mm-hmm. <laughs> rock, <laughs> which is odd. Yeah. And the only important thing is that I don't listen to country. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think your dream show is? Like, if you could be, or I guess a dream role. Ugh, I don't even know if I could play it technically. But I would love to be Jekyll and Hyde. Um, Why do you think you won't be able to play it? Because I'm not an intimidating person. Like, I could play Jekyll probably. But usually in Jekyll and Hyde, the same person plays both Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. And so, like, I am not an intimidating human being. And it's usually a lot easier to make an intimidating person seem less intimidating to yeah. play Jekyll. Right. Because then you just have to remove the things that make him less intimidating. I don't know. You did pretty good in Caligari's Coffin. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That was so <laughs> long ago. That was a really long time ago. Um, but I, I think it'd be really, really fun to be... Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It could maybe be kind of challenging for you since you mm-hmm. don't feel like you're an intimidating person. I definitely don't think I am. I feel like you could find it. Maybe. I haven't tried it, so... Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for straight plays, uh, I would love to be in either The Importance of Being Earnest, uh, just because I love it, mm-hmm. or School for Scandal by... Richard Brinsley Sheridan. It's an older play. Mm. Uh, it was written uh, a while ago. Mm. A while ago. But it's a it's a good show. He was an Irish playwright. He ran the Drury Lane Theater mm. um, for a while. He's famous for his quote. Uh, I'm going to quote this loosely because I don't know the exact <laughs> wording right now. But That's it's, okay. uh, a man should be able to enjoy a glass of wine by his own fireside. Mm. This was quoted by him as he was drinking wine, watching the Drury Lane Theater burn down. Oh. Mm-hmm. The okay. theater that he owned at the time. Yeah. He's so, just <laughs> yeah, the reporter that he turned to, he was like, a man should be allowed to drink or to take a glass of wine by his own fireside. Um, and that's his own fireside. Yeah. And so Thanks. that's that's one of his uh, one of his famous quotes. He's a funny man. He's yeah. A funny man. Obviously had a sense of humor on him. Mm hmm. What do you think your favorite musical is? To uh, either be in and, like, see or watch mm, the movie version of, or...? Mm, it depends on how I'm feeling. Uh, I really do enjoy Newsies. Like, watching it, I don't think I could be in it. 
solely for the fact that I am not <laughs> a primary dancer. And they are definitely yeah. dancers. Like, I've taken dance classes, but I'm yeah. not... You can do a pirouette, but that's about yeah. it. Um, but I, I do like watching Newsies. Uh, the first time I saw that, I saw that set, and I was like... Oh mm-hmm. God, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, gosh. What do I want to be in? This is a hard question. I'm not sure. There's lots of options. There's so many options for musicals. Um, because I'm looking at you with that hat on, I could see as Rolf in The Sound of Music. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I I, do look 16, don't I? Or excuse me, 17. He's 17, 17 going on 18. Yeah. Uh, one of my acting teachers told me that my acting range is probably around 13 to 20. And You're I was like, like you know great. what? <laughs> you know what? You're probably right, but still. <laughs> Oh, uh, I would love to play uh, The Sun and Next to Normal. I haven't seen Next to Normal. You should watch it. Be prepared to cry, though. It's Great. It's heavy. Thanks for letting me know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. There was one time I watched Marley and Me, and the person I watched it with was like, it's a happy movie, and I was like, oh, good. And then, oh, no, it wasn't Marley and me. It was The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Oh. You're like, it's a happy movie. And I was like, oh, great. I, I'm so excited to watch a happy movie. And at the end, I was sitting there like, <gasps> like crying. Yeah, no. Uh, Next Normal's not a happy musical. <laughs> but it's it's raw. It's real. It's really good. Mm. Um, So if you want a musical to watch, you should watch that one. Well, I have a bunch of musicals I have to watch, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I would watch it first, though, before showing it to anyone, depending on, like, depending on the person. Because it, 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 it could affect someone in specific ways. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, it's about, loosely, it's about a d- really dysfunctional family. Mm, okay. Um, and a lot of problems that they have. Mm. And so it's, it's, some of it's a little bit tough to watch, mm-hmm. but it's, it's portrayed really well. Um, okay. and you know who Aaron Tevate is? Yes. He plays the sun. Oh, okay. Ah, that's the one. Oh, what's his... What, uh, catch Me If You Can. Frank. I would love to play Frank in Catch Me If You Can. I've seen the movie, but I've never seen the musical. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, the music's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever, like, want to listen to it... Listen. I've, I know one song. Which one? I Miss the Mountains. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jet Set is, like, a really fun, campy song. Uh, Live in Living Colors is the opening number, and it really does set the mood for the entire production. Do you like Company? Uh-huh. Yeah. I do like Company. Being Alive, I know it's so, like, mainstream, mm-hmm. but I love that song so mm-hmm. much. It's a good song. The first time I heard it was on Sirius XM, like, on Broadway or whatever, and I was mm-hmm. driving one night, and I came on and I was like, oh my god. Like, I started crying, I was like, this song is so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think those are probably my top ones. Rent and the sound. The sound of music is such a classic musical to me that it'll mm-hmm. always be like number one because it was mm-hmm. the first one I saw. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm gonna sit here and list all of them, like a bunch of musicals and be like, yeah, those are probably my favorite. <laughs> I was gonna be like Rent and then Grease. I love Grease. Mm-hmm. Grease could not be made today. Like that musical could not come out fresh today. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch it, I notice something else and I'm like, oh, yikes, that's uh, problematic. Mm-hmm. We did that lip sync to Greece. We did. I did Greece. Um, my junior year of high school. Really? Yeah, junior to senior year that Who summer. Who were you? Uh, I played uh, Johnny Casino. So I sang uh, Hand yes. Jive. <laughs> um, 
You're really good at the hosting thing. Thank you. Didn't you play Corny Collins? Or you wanted to play Corny Collins? No, I do love that role, though. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun to play. I do I not have the you. looks for Link Larkin, but I <laughs> would have a good time with Link as well. Um, if only there was, like, a nerdy character. And maybe not a nerdy character, but, like, a like a dorky yeah, they're comic all kind relief of like... character. Yeah. If Tracy was a man. <laughs> um, Play the male Tracy Turnblad. That would be fun. Um, oh. There's a comic relief character. It's the mom. so much fun as Edna Turnblad. Yeah. Um, but granted, they usually cast, like, tall, lumbering men to play Edna. Right. Um, still think it'd be fun, though. Yeah, that would be fun. And I'm not old enough to play your father. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd still be fun. Mm-hmm. Hairspray is another one that I really love. I like Hairspray as well. I used to want to be Tracy so bad. Mm-hmm. And we had to sing in advanced theater, and I sang Good Morning Baltimore. But when I sang, I was like... Like, I wasn't, like... Like, they played the track with it mm-hmm. for some reason. And I was, like... <laughs> and Annabelle was, like, that was really good. I was, like, thanks. <laughs> Couldn't hear me. Did you see that they're having a baby? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't see it, actually. Stone told me. And I was, like, what? No, I had just interviewed Stone. And we were talking. And she was, like, are they still together? And I was, like, I think That's so. what I said to Stone. Yeah, because they don't ever post anything about each yeah. other anymore. But they'll post, and it'll be, like, in the same place. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, they're either, like, really close friends, or they're still together. And then, like, two days later, Annabelle posted that they're having a baby. Mm-hmm. So I screenshotted and sent it to the stone. I was like, I guess they still are together. Yeah. That's insane to me. It is pretty crazy. And Noah's married. Pisania? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shaylee's married. Mm-hmm. Yep. How was that? How was that wedding? Because it was over Zoom, right? Or, like, half over Zoom? I mean, I was I was there in person. Yeah. Um, there were only a few people there in person. It was, like, both, both like, intimate families. So, like, mm-hmm. Shaylee, our parents, and me on her side. And then Dustin, Dustin's parents and his sister mm-hmm. were all there. It was good. I played several roles in that, <laughs> um, in that I was a technician. Um, oh, okay. Technician. I was man of honor. Um... <laughs> I just played a lot of roles in that wedding. You're like, um, yeah, because I was I was running music, but I also walked my mom down the aisle at the same time, and I had to change the music when Shaylee walked down. Um, That's so cute, though. I was also in charge of one holding her bouquet and also making sure her dress was not catching on fire because she had candles next oh. to it and it was windy outside. You're like, yeah. Um, there was one time where her train actually flipped on top of candle. It straight up burned a hole in her train. She doesn't care about it. She's fine with it. But I was like, mm, and I like moved my foot over on top of it and it flipped it it flipped it off of the candle. That's funny. Um yeah, I did I had I played several roles for that wedding. Mm. But I had a fun time. Yeah. And they're they're super happy. Yeah, it's bittersweet, like seeing your sibling like grow up. Yep. Yeah, I just found out a lot about my sister last night. We were playing this game, um Never Have I Ever. Oh no. Yeah, the card game. It's like Cards Against Humanity. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found out a few things, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, please. You should play for the girls. It's a good game. It's a good little party game. Okay. Where do I get it? Probably Walmart. I think Walmart has it. Okay. Uh, if not, Target definitely does. Yeah. Target's my go-to. Or Amazon. Yeah. It's it's kind of... It's, it's a get-to-know-you party game. But it's also like... It's a mix between Truth and Dare, Never Have I Ever, and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a fun game. Um, 
One that I probably will not play with my sister. Probably a good idea not to. Yeah. But it's a good, like, it's a good game for friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would play for the girls with my sister. Mm-hmm. I, I, one, I don't think Shaylee would enjoy it. And then two, there, I just, there's a lot that I don't want to know about, yeah. about specifically like, please, my sibling. Please. <laughs> Which, granted, like, Shaylee's not, like, out there. She's a fairly normal human Apparently being. Really, my sister is, so. Oh, fun. No, there was this one thing... Like, I guess you'd, like, draw a card and somebody's supposed to read what you're supposed to do on the card. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, every... You have ten cards in your hand and it's, like, a bunch of crazy stuff. And it's, like, take out all of the cards that you have done and then mm-hmm. you have to read them. And the only one in my deck was, like, <laughs> wear sweatpants to work. So everybody was reading theirs and I was, like, what the... I was, like, how... And then when it came to me, I was like, wear sweatpants to work. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it. That's it in this deck. They were like crazy, though. Yeah, it's always fun to play games like that. Yeah. With friends. Yeah. I try to avoid playing games like that with family. Because it just seems... Yeah. I might start a fight or two or somebody might get upset. <laughs> yeah, there's also just a bunch of games that I don't want to play with my family be like i don't want my family to know mm-hmm. this that in virtually any game that has 18 plus written on the box yeah mm-hmm. i would rather play like children's games yeah with my let's family. play life let's play shoots and ladders <laughs> shoots and land ladders. anyone <laughs> that's so accurate my family can't even play monopoly together really i've never yes. played monopoly God, i love monopoly it's my favorite board game mm-hmm. especially because my sister listens to your podcast what yeah she likes it Really? Mm-hmm. That's so weird to me. Why? Because I don't feel like Shaylee and I were, like, friends. She she was the first person to tell me that you and Stone were talking about me in the podcast. Really? hmm She called me as soon as she started listening to it. She was like, hey, uh, have you listened to Taylor's new uh, podcast episode yet? And I was like, not yet. She was like, oh, it's with Stone. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she was like, oh, well, they talk about you for a little bit. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, we were literally like, oh, we love Bailey. <laughs> like, that's pretty much what happened. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were never really close. And then sometimes I was like, does she really hate me? And then other times I was like, oh, we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, she's when, hard to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we went to Thespian Convention, we had a good time together, me and Shaylee, because we watched Urine Town. Mm-hmm. I love Urine Town. I think it's that's hilarious. one of my favorite musicals. Yeah, yeah. But. I don't know if she came to Nebraska. I think she did, but I think your mom took her rather than her driving with us. Did she? I, I maybe I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember if she actually went to Nebraska. No, Nebraska Bailey. Nebraska. Next time you talk to her, ask her. I will. But <laughs> this is so funny. So Stone rented a van for mm-hmm. us to take up there. It was like a three row. Yeah. And I was all the way in the back, and then I think. Michael and Annabelle, or is like Michael up here, Annabelle. Mm-hmm. And so we were all like, all right, so this is the first time we've ever rid- rode- ridden Ridden with Stone. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take turns staying awake. But instead, we all fell asleep. And then I'm in the very back and I wake up and I look up here and Stone's like driving like this. She has a bottle of nail polish and she's like painting her nails. <laughs> And I was like, I texted everybody. I was like, okay, we really got to get on this. Like, everybody stay awake. <laughs> that was funny. I do have to start getting going soon, though. Yeah. So I went on a date with him. And first of all, he's not even my type anyways. But <laughs> one of the first things he said to me, he was telling a story. He was like, yeah, I got up early and had to go help Pop out in the barn. And I was like, 
Pop. Okay, this is over. I was like, Pop. we're not doing this. I'm not dating anyone named who calls their dad Pop. Yeah. Um, and then some guy in my work was like, I'm going to take you country dancing. I was like, first of all, <laughs> you didn't ask. You told me, so no. And second of all, absolutely Country not. dancing? I, yeah, I was like, I will not be doing that. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I've gone on country dancing dates, and they're not bad. Yeah. Um, I would probably be like, mm, I'm not about this. Yeah, it's usually because they like going. Um, like, I'm not huge into country, da- or into, like, country bar setting, but, mm-hmm. like, I like dancing, so yeah. I'll go country dancing. I love line dances. I like the wobble. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think that's fun. There's there's the wobble, there's one to tender, there's uh, one to... Well, there's obviously, like, the Cupid Shuffle. Um, oh, yeah. We have one to Fake ID, which I don't know if you've heard that song. We had the, one to, um... Won't you sell me a fake ID? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of it. It's it's a country song, but it's it's probably the most, like, high-octane dance that there is, and I'm really? in the process of learning it. We Still. had one to, like, my senior year, we had one to Footloose, I think, mm-hmm. Footloose. and it was really hard. It was, like, up back this 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 and then turn and then do it all again yeah it's front front back back front side back side front side tap tap turn yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's how you choreography <laughs> works in my head yeah um but yeah i do need to start getting going okay well thank you for coming and talking with me thank I you for seen having you me so long i know the last time we hung out i think it was you took me to that costume shop in dallas mm-hmm. yeah it's been a while that was almost sophomore three years year. ago yeah yeah because i had just graduated mm-hmm. yeah it was a while ago but I have a fun time every time I hang out with you. So. Yeah, we should do it more now that you're coming back here, sadly. But. Deal. Um, well, depending on where I go. Right. Um, but I'll let you know. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Of I've enjoyed course. it. You are my number one. Everybody's like, That's get him so on here. strange. Well, when you listen, if you go and you listen to that episode, the way mm-hmm. that I talk about you, it's hard for anybody to be like, that's not Bailey Owen. Okay. Yeah, so everybody was like, please have him on. And then a few people actually guessed that Tom was... Yeah. I feel like I probably would be able to if I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Just because I know majority of what happened. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yeehaw. Okay. Well, bye. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. Right, bye.